Yeah. I know y'all wanted blood. I know you wanted careers ended. But let us not forget what beef does to people. Okay? All you people who wanted black on black violence. <laughs> you wanted blood in the streets. You wanted all the dirty laundry hung out to dry. You wanted to jump in the pig pen. Admit it. Admit it, Jasmine. You wanted to be in the pig pen. Hey, I was, I was ready for the song, supposedly, he had. It was, it was a pig pen, though. I can understand. <laughs> I can understand. Of course it is when you losing. I always felt like this song, and this is Eminem's Toy Soldiers, I always felt like this song is kind of... It, it, it made the beef between him and Ja Rule sound a lot more dramatic than it was. <laughs> <laughs> because who really remembers that beef in the grand scheme of great hip hop battles? I, I don't. Ja Rule and Fifty maybe, but Eminem being in there too, nobody really cared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I really don't remember that. He was beefing alongside Fifty. I'm assuming. Yeah, it was everybody. Okay. It, it started off with Fifty and Ja, then it became Murder Inc. versus Aftermath. Aftermath. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, but who cares? Whatever. <laughs> anyway, we bump in with this because, of course, as you may have heard, the beef between Drake and Pusha T is probably over. Probably. I mean, it's only been a, a week. You're right. So let's give it a little <laughs> more time before we say it's officially dead. Drake still got an album coming out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's introduce introduce little. I can't even talk today. Let's introduce the podcast as we always do every week. I am Ryan Rocket, joined by one, my boy, the hard, hardest working man in radio in Houston today, Figgy. <laughs> What's happening? What's good, man? How I'm you here, been? man. I'm good. I'm good. How's, how's the uh, full-time type schedule hitting you, man? <laughs> um, It's been a little tough because I've been out of work full-time on a consistent schedule for about two years. So, um, yeah, it's been a little hard getting up and doing the same thing over and over. But this week was a lot easier. Everything is repetitive. So, very easy week. That's good, man. That's good. Yeah. What about you, Jasmine? How you been? I'm good. I'm sleepy today. Yeah, I could tell. You also wanted to go to some Travis Scott things, and I you're did. low key pissed we're doing a podcast. No, go ahead and say no, it. No, go no. ahead and say okay, it. I did want to go when I told y'all at first, but then I got footage of the the line at two thirty, mm-hmm. and they they out there tripping. It was it's supposed to start at four. People were lined up down the street at two thirty. What was it? A pop up shop. Um, he's releasing some Jordans tomorrow, the oh, Cactus oh, okay. Jack Jordans. So he was having like a big block party, um, like a tribute to Astro World. It was going to be like a, I don't know if it was a four on four, if I just made it up, but I know it was going to be a basketball tournament at least. And they had like food and games and it looked like it was going to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he a wrestling fan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah because Cactus, Cactus Jack, Jack was Mick Foley's alter ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think that's, that, that has to be where it came from. Yeah, yeah that's what I was about to say, yeah. too. I okay. mean, a lot of these 90s these rappers grew up on the same stuff we did. I feel like that's the new wave now. Yeah. The whole Ric Flair wrestling. drip, the whole thing. Yeah, I feel like it's coming out now because at first it was like a nerdy thing, but now it's cool to quote these wrestlers and I think it's go been, to WWE. I think it's been cool for a long time. I think, if anything, it became less cool as the years went on. But growing up, like, NWO, The Rock, Stone Cold, they no, were the no, shit. No, no, I'm not saying it wasn't cool then, but, n- like, wrestling and rap. Yeah. 
yeah. and hip hop. Yeah. yeah, it's I feel like I'm hearing it more now. You had Drake wearing the um I forgot the damn um the guy from NWO. Yeah. Had I think he was wearing like a jacket or a shirt or something. Yeah. I feel like it's more accepted now instead of just Wale and yeah. P- yeah. <laughs> Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> I agree. It, it does seem to be making some kind of resurgence. I'm not really sure why, but we'll talk about that. I don't even know how we got off talking to this. Wait, speaking of um, speaking speaking of wrestling, shout out to Booker T for hooking me up with some Monday Night Raw tickets. Now, see, I got to call you out now. Number one, you are number one. I don't get wrestling. It's just I I just can't watch it. No, no. And I, now your I, ass went to Monday Night Raw and I had used, a good time. But see, I used to like wrestling though. I was a wrestling fan until I um got to high school and people laughed at me and that was it for it. I think mm-hmm. I remember you saying that, like you you yeah. were a fan and then you got made fun of. Yeah, uh, everybody called me out and said you watch wrestling. So after that, I'm like, nah, that's it. <laughs> but um, I never went to a show before, and that was like my number one goal in life was to at least go to a Monday Night Raw. Okay, number so, one goal in life. Uh, that was one of my number one goals okay. in life. So um, yeah, you can die happy now. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't never gotta go to another one again. I I ain't gotta maybe WrestleMania, but yeah. What's but, the difference? WrestleMania, WrestleMania is like is the like, Super Bowl yes. of uh, wrestling. Gotcha. That's when they pretty much are supposed to pull out all. Like, that's the premier wrestling event. If you only go to one a year, that's the one you usually want to go to. Mm-hmm. I was really mad I missed number 17 in Houston. Mm. It was in the Astrodome. That was the Rock versus Stone Cold in the main event. Oh, shit. That ended up being one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. Mm. And I was really pissed I couldn't go. Yeah. Damn. My cousins went. They got some nosebleed ass seats, but they still <laughs> but went. Yeah. I was jealous. Yeah. I think we watched the pay per view with somebody, but it, it wasn't the same. Yeah, but um, it was pretty cool. I had real good seats. Yeah. I was actually next to the damn cameraman. So, oh, damn. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was good seeing like some of the wrestlers I grew up on. Kurt Angle, he came mm-hmm. out for a little bit. He wasn't wrestling in them, but. It was good to see them in person. Like, damn, man. Yeah. Big Show was there. He came out for something else, but well, yeah. So I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> but um, yeah. Shout out to Booker T and my dude Brad Gilmore. Yeah, they hooked me up. Shout out to Heated Conversations. Yeah, every Saturday, time yes. to be determined. Usually, yes. but <laughs> it's a great show. Listen to that as well. Yes, you ain't got to tell y'all. Um, I also want to ask this too uh, while we're on the topic of Travis Scott and mm-hmm. those J's he's releasing. Why does every rapper have a, a shoe now? Yeah. Some of my friend asked me that too. Like, why is he releasing Pusha J's? Pusha T has Adidas. Uh, uh, Travis Scott has Jordans. I like to think that these specific rappers are real sneakerheads. Like, I like well, to think that they're, you know, collectors. So it means something to them more so than it means something to us. But I don't know either. I it, felt it became it became the typical marketing thing for rappers to me. But yeah. wasn't there some kind of bar for you to have your own shoe at one point? Because Pharrell had the uh, the ice, ice creams, creams, but that was Pharrell. Was, he was seen as like a fashion icon at that time. Yeah. Jay Z had the S dots. Yeah, which people kind of clown. That was around those. around yes. that time. It was cool. You had G units. Yeah, and, the G units. But those were the biggest rappers in the game. Yeah. Jay Z, Fifty Cent. Yeah, Travis Scott and Pusha T 
having her own. I, I don't want to f- sound like I'm hating. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, who who's going to be camping out for a pair of Travis Scott hey, shoes? Hey, you'd be surprised. You didn't see that line like I saw it today. Damn hype beast. <laughs> you think saying. is it because of, um, it's Jordans, though? That's Because true. if it wasn't Jordans, are we camping out for that? Unless you're a real sneakerhead. I get and that. a real fan. Yeah, because I'm going to say we're in Houston. You got to remember we're in yeah, Houston for Travis Scott. killed over that shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that brings to a better question. Why is Jordan Brand Merging. Getting, yes. Yeah. That's when's, the, when's the last uh, ball player to get a Jordan Brand sneaker? Mellow? No, nah, it has to be more than that. Westbrook? But if, I feel like it's been a while. Mm. But you got Travis Scott. I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen a rapper with a Jordan Brand shoe. Yeah. Drake? But, Drake does have the yellow. Yeah, okay, do it. Wait, okay. I thought those were Adidas. Uh-uh, those are Jordans. That's right. Mm. Yeah. But he's releasing Adidas now too, right? I think he, I, yeah, that he's getting ready to. But those first shoes he released, they were definitely Jordans. Yeah. You yeah. know, you know what's funny? I feel like rappers got more shoe deals than actual athletes of now. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um. So new releases. Let's mm-hmm. get into this now. Um. Kanye West and Kid Cudi dropped their collab album on schedule. He's been three for three so far. I thought at least one of these projects would get get pushed pushed back, back. Mm -hmm. but he has released everyone on the date he said he would via Mm -hmm. tweet about a month ago now. (laughs) Yeah. So he released the uh, Kid Cudi Kanye collaboration album called Kid See Ghost. Came out today. I know we haven't had a lot of time to absorb it, but it's only seven tracks, so it doesn't take that long to absorb it either. What did y'all feel when y'all heard this album? Did it live up to your expectations? Is Kid Cudi back? Is Kanye still Kanye? Or what's going on with this album? Tell me. I Kanye frustrates me so because... He gives me the Kanye that I want to hear on collaborations versus his own projects. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because he knows we're going to listen to his album regardless so he can put out whatever. But I respected Kanye's verses a lot more on this Cuddy album than I did on Ye. And I can't. I have to go back and say, though, Ye did grow on me. I know I was talking shit last week. You but <laughs> I listened to it more and more. And I actually I can appreciate the album. But this was definitely better. I love Kid Cudi. He gave me old Kid Cudi vibes. It was just, it was just, I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. I think my favorite track is Reborn right now. To say that I've listened to it. You know, I just listened to it. We all just listened to it. But that's one of my favorites right now. But I liked it. Kanye, of course, the product, like, I never expect anything less than the, for the production. I know it's going to be something that I can appreciate, but. I'm just, I'm really frustrated with Mr. West. So I don't know. I, I literally went and deleted all his albums from wow. my phone. Then wow. I added them back today. I'm just, <laughs> we we having a rocky relationship right now. I don't know how I want to feel about Kanye. I don't. I really don't. Mm. I don't know why. I just, I think it's more his wife than it is him right now. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but I just, I feel bad because I am... I'm supporting the madness, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And as which I keep on saying how this conversation changed, you know, it shifted when the music came out from what we were really, you know, everybody was feeling about Kanye before. So I think I'm, I'm going back and forth with that. Like, I just I don't 
want to support the arrogance, but it's all Kanye's always been arrogant at the same time. Yep. So I don't know. I'm just really flustered. Now I gotta poke and prod at you a little bit here <laughs> uh-huh. because you're saying you're going back and forth with Kanye, deleted his music off your iPhone. Yeah. What has kept you being a devout defender of Christopher Brown in spite of everything he's done <laughs> in his career? But when Kanye West makes a couple statements and his wife gets on CNN, he's canceled. No, uh, with Chris Brown, I think it's just an extreme bias. Like, I love that He's man. handsome. Just say it. That's it. <laughs> That's all you and gotta I, say. And, and there's really, like, it's not he like do I do backflips d- to March Madness. Hey, and I just don't feel like there's a that chance. There's no, There's always a chance that me and him could be, you know? Oh, no? really? No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe because Con- I don't know. I really I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Figgy, how you feel about the album? I love it, man. I love every track on it. I listened to it about twice today. Okay. And um, today I ain't have a lot of time to you know just sit around and listen to it, but I listened to it twice. Um, I feel like I told somebody. I can't remember if I told Jazz this, but I told somebody I feel like this album is a Kid Cudi featuring. Kanye album. Mm-hmm. You told us that in the group, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I did put it in the group. Yeah. I feel like this a Kid Cudi featuring Kanye. This sound, this sound, this sound like nothing but Kid Cudi mm-hmm. with Kanye putting his two cents in. I kind of disagree. I feel like Kanye is number one. His sound is all over the album. Of course, he produced the whole thing, I believe, mm-hmm. and he he had a verse on pretty much every song. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I still look at it as a featuring Kanye because the beats on there they were more of the rock type of sound and I, I mentioned that a couple podcasts ago I felt like it might be some type of I wouldn't be surprised if it was a rock album there I mean I don't I wouldn't call it a rock album there were there were a couple songs with prominent guitar in them free is like the main rock sounding song on the album I think Cuddy yeah, but montage it, it got the, a little bit but it, it, it got the kid Cuddy sound on it if you listen to other albums it sounds similar to Cuddy. It's not like a oh, this straight yeah. Kanye. No, I, I agree, but I just feel like I wouldn't call it the uh, Kid Cuddy made that uh, passion, pain, and demon. Not 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 that one. The other one, the speeding bullet, speeding bullet to heaven. Yeah, which is like an experimental rock album that was terrible. So yeah. when you say it's gonna sound like a Kid Cuddy rock album, that's what I think of. That shitty sounding <laughs> album he put out that everybody hated. Except mm. for the most hardcore of his fans who were like, he's just doing something different. He's artistic. Nah, yeah. it was trash. <laughs> I actually liked it. You liked it, really? Yeah, but see, I wasn't looking for a hip-hop album, no. I'm, mm. I like I like rock music. I like classic rock. I like different stuff outside of hip-hop, so I understood it. I, I mean, I like rock, too. Of course, I don't just listen to rap all day, but mm. I feel like you kind of got to stay in your lane I don't like when, and it's going to sound mad ignorant, I guess, but I don't care. You don't like when black rappers, people doing that? <laughs> it's not even that. It's because I love the roots. Yeah. And the roots do that. Yeah. But I don't like when a rapper decides mid-career, I'm going to learn how to play a guitar and do rock music from now on. Like Lil Wayne? That seems like, number one, you're just trying to appease the white audience and mm-hmm. prove that you're better than a rapper because rapper has a stigma to it. Mm-hmm. People don't want to be called rappers anymore. Yeah. Everybody wants to be music artist, entertainer, yeah. everything like that. And they want to be a rock star. What's wrong with being a rapper if you're a rapper? 
But was he ever just strictly rapper? Back in the early days, I feel so. Yeah, back in Cleveland days, he yeah. was because he used to actually rap in Cleveland. But I ain't really look at him as like an MC type of person. I, I he did rap, but it's th- I wouldn't look at him as like this MC or Kanye type of MC. See, we got to bring Jules and, in because you defend the hell out of him now. What do <laughs> you mean he ain't an MC? <laughs> <laughs> like I, he like a. Uh, maybe a hybrid like he could do some of everything not like a singing type of drake type of person but um i don't know i just felt like early on he he it was no way he could do that rock shit he doing now because people we probably wouldn't even give him a chance at all Mm -hmm. but with him doing the rap stuff and then kind of switching over he probably wanted to do that all along I don't um, think it, I don't think it was something where he like oh let me try something different. I think I think he had it in him all all along, but he couldn't really do it his first year or you know his first album. Nah, I think he was passionate about rap in the mm-hmm. beginning. I think what happens is people get tired of it, especially if you're like extremely creative, like we see with Andre three thousand. Yeah, I don't think he hates music. He just got tired of rapping. Yeah. And he did it at such a high level for so long. You know, of course you get if you're creative if you're a creative person, you want to venture out and explore and do more. Yeah. I get that. It just didn't sound good to me. <laughs> but that, so, that's all subjective. So how would you feel about Andre three thousand? Because I feel like that's kinda similar. It's a similar situation. I mean yeah, because he don't I mean, he might put a verse out once a year, but who it might not even be a rap verse. He might just put like for Mother's Day, he put a straight instrumental out. Yeah. That was like 21 minutes. <laughs> I feel like anything we get from Andre 3000 at this point is just icing on the cake. <laughs> I'm not looking at him for a lot of new music in the future. I know he's pretty much done. Yeah. And yeah. if he tried to rap again at this point, it might be weird because, number one, he's older. Number two, the game has changed. Number three, who knows if he can adapt to he's the new sound. Said that exactly. Too. And who knows if he would actually rap at the level that would please his his hardcore audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with him just riding into the sunset, dropping a couple tracks here and there and then just leaving it be. Yeah. But Kid Cudi, I feel like it's still Kid Cudi came out so hard. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Pause. Um, <laughs> Man, on, Man on the Moon one and two were probably some of the greatest debuts in rap history, I feel. Yeah. And he he hasn't really lived up to that since then. And we keep, I, personally, I want to hear more of that, Man on the Moon Part Part 2 in particular. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he ever really matches that sound again. But do you think if he was still making that sound, he would, still, he would be where he at now? It, because you, that sound could easily just went away and people could have been like, oh, he sound the same. He but, ain't really grow. But do you think he's grown and do you think he has grown in popularity because of his new sound? Um, I think he grabbed that fan base and they stuck with him. I ain't, I ain't gonna say people heard this album or the album before is like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm a new fan now. See, that's the thing. I don't think anybody heard the rock album he put out and said, you know what, I like this I Kid like Cudi. Kid Cudi yeah. yeah, I think everybody who it liked it might that be a album lot of white liked... people to do. Yeah, well, he had a since the beginning he's had a large white fan base. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he still made great music. Yeah, I just feel like his newer music is just defended by his hardcore fan base, but it's not drawing in new listeners necessarily. Yeah, as far as I see it. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could feel that. Yeah. Um, but what, but the oh, what you was about to say? No, nah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, as far as the album, I I like every song on it. 
and it kind of got that um, NERD feel to it. And I'm a NERD fan, yeah. So that's one of the reasons I like. I like the sound. I think him and Ye should do more projects together. They definitely, they definitely should. Yeah, yeah. I really like the album too. Fourth Dimension was, I thought, the hardest track on it. Yeah, sounded like kind of an old school it kid, was, Cuddy Kanye. It's an old school Kanye verse to me. Yeah, I like Cuddy montage and Reborn a lot too. The rest is feel the love was good too. One thing I noticed. Kanye was actually rapping on his yes. album. Yeah. <laughs> like, he had bars and he had flow that was not on his own solo album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who wrote for him <laughs> or what happened. That frustrates or, me so. Ooh, I don't understand. Do you think somebody actually wrote for him on this, though? I can't explain Be- it. Because, I don't know, I hate the whole, oh, because I know he got the, we all know that people helped him write his shit or yeah. whatever. But that don't mean he never write at all. I feel like he got to say so. I feel like he can rap and can write his own stuff. I, I think he can, but I think when he is left to his own devices, we get what he just dropped solo. Yeah. Yay. And that lyrically, come on, man. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I agree. But I think I think Kanye got to be motivated. I think if he with the right people, he going to get some of the best verses. Yeah. So, you know, Jay-Z, he got... Him, watch the they watched the throne. Yeah. It was some of his best verses. Yeah, but Jay-Z also dumbed all the hell, all the <laughs> way down for that album, too. So, yeah, that's another <laughs> debate. But um, I feel like Kid Cudi always motivated him. Him and Kid Cudi always had a... I always felt like they had good vibes together. Yeah. And um, I think that brung them out. Just the other album, the Yeah album, was just kind of like, damn. There's only one song that I like like on that album. Yeah, really? that that album really came and went. Do you um? <laughs> did you like? Well, y'all saying that, so maybe this is irrelevant. But did you like Ghost Town Part One or Part Two better? Because I like Kanye's Ghost Town. I like Part Two, but I I have to listen to Part One again. But I'm pretty sure I skipped over Part One oh, when it I, first came on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fan of the. Uh, 070 Shake, so I loved her vocals on that. I like mm. the vibe on that song, well, on the Yay album versus this one. But I, again, we today is the first day for this one too, and you see how my opinions have changed about Yay. <laughs> now, do you think Yay album and this Kids See Ghost album is together though? No, because you don't feel like it's kind of like it. together, like a part one, a part two type of thing? As far as the songs go, like the Ghost Town song, I think that was their intent. But I don't think the albums really sound alike. I, I could, um, as far as the lyrical content, I could see where you get that Figgy. Like, just the subject matter. Um, mm. Some of the subject matters, I can kind of feel that. But I don't think I, it was a continuation, though. Yeah, I, I guess maybe because I'm digging deep to, um, too deep into his production. Because I feel I kind of see the similar shit, even from Pusha album, I feel like it's all kind of connected some type of way. I guess with just the production, I ain't saying yeah. lyrics. Well, I mean Kanye produced everything. Yeah. yeah. So in that way, it is connected. But I don't feel like when I put on Pusha T's album, I don't hear Ye. Mm-hmm. And when I put on Ye, I don't really necessarily hear this new Kid Cudi and Pusha. I'm not Pusha. Uh, Kanye album too. I think mm-hmm. they have sounds tailored for who's on it i've uh mm. i've seen that yay like 
Kanye, whatever he was showing people and getting people to listen to is not the same album that he put out. Like, he redid the whole... Clearly, we talked about that, how he was adding the TMZ stuff. Like, what he originally had is not what we got. So, I don't know why. It seemed like he made the albums as far as what's going to be on it at the last minute. Yeah. Because he tweeted out those pictures of him changing the track list of the Kid Cudi Mm -hmm. album and his own album. Mm-hmm. And switching around songs and not even knowing what's going to be on it. Yeah. Not even knowing what the cover is going to be on his own album until the Five day his releases. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there, there is a rushed kind of element to it. I don't know if it helps it or hurts it. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like, in a, in a sense, it's kind of thrown together. Yeah. But it still sounds good to me, at least this album. Now I got a question for you. Do you think the whole streaming music like this or... The way it's easy to just throw the out, throw out the album, release an album like on all these streaming sites. Do you think that's messing up his creativity? Because I feel like the old school way, you had to have this album done months ago. Yeah, and you got to really take your time and put something together instead of just recording and just hitting sin. Do you think that's kind of messing it up? Because he couldn't just throw this album together in a week, and this. His last album, I felt like he probably did. That's a good question, and I think that's something that contributes to it. I can't blame streaming because we've still gotten great albums in the streaming era, so I can't just say it's a platform itself. But I do agree. I feel like if he had, if it was going by the old school way, he would have put a lot more thought and time into these albums. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. when they came out, number one, them being seven tracks long is something that wouldn't have flown if it was a actual physical CD release that was going to be dropped on a Tuesday. People Mm would have been disappointed. They would have been upset. Yes. So I think in a sense you can partly blame that. I also think he's just so high on himself as well that he doesn't think he really needs to, you know, put that much time. I mean, I'm sure he spent time producing the album, but as far as what the albums are going to be and what he's going to be talking about on them, I think that was rushed, mm-hmm. and it. it, it I, that's the part. I, I feel like this the new. I don't write anything. I just go out. to the microphone and spit whatever on my mind. Yeah. I feel like this the new thing. Now I kind of hate it because I don't mind somebody <laughs> taking a year to work on the album, and if the album is good, then it's you know it's worth it. But I hate the whole. <laughs> I just came up with this album a week ago mm-hmm. and dropping in, and it's bullshit. Yeah. But they haven't been bullshit yet, except for the Yay album. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for that. The yeah. Pusha T, I mean, I'm but still But he's been working that. on that, though. It's, yeah. it's not like he did it in a week, and <laughs> that's what he came. It yeah. was more, I think, the beats. I think Kanye might have changed the beats. And, yeah. But at least Pusha <laughs> worked on his shit. It, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, this week, I, let me drop an album real quick type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But even that was rushed because Pusha T didn't even know what the cover art was going to be until yeah. a day before the album came out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, and I'm it's, sure he had way more songs. Yeah. Do y'all have any expectation for Nas? Um, He better not play with this one. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, you can be experimental on your album. You, you can think- be experimental on, a tra- on uh, the Kid Cudi one. But Nas represents something in hip-hop. You think it's going to be seven tracks, too? I, I'm not necessarily against seven tracks because mm-hmm. Illmatic was what nine tracks. Yeah, it yeah. was very short, and that was 
depending on who you talk to, but most people would agree it's his best album. Mm-hmm. I'm not against the concept of a seven-track album, mm-hmm. but you can't play with Nas. Yeah, don't now, try something different. Yes. Yeah. Don't... And see, and see, that's the one thing Nas been missing. Everybody been saying he need the beats. Like yeah. Kanye need to give him the beats. Yes. Not no bullshit. Not Masterpieces. No, yeah. Old school samples with DJ Premier scratches on them. Yeah. Something. Or at least some. I would be okay with some Pusha type beats. Yep. I would be okay with that with Nas. But yeah, like you got to go all out for Nas. I don't want to hear, oh, I'm trying something different or mm-hmm. I'm testing this sound yeah now it's too old to experiment and test and it's been too it's long, long to long. Yeah, it's been like it's been 10 years yeah. To, to yeah give that excuse yeah, or this, for kanye to even yeah you're right it's been too long it needs to be fire i don't want to hear Nicki minaj on it either <laughs> oh i hope not yeah i hope not she busy with eminem now <laughs> i want did she get anything out of nine as far as music we'll find <laughs> out when this album drops uh yeah. but I don't, I don't think so i don't think I, so but I have seen the similarities, like Ty Dallas. I heard Ty and Kid See Ghost. I can't remember what track exactly, but you know Nicki was on the Yay album, so wait, maybe she, I don't know. What if she does find her way on Nas or Tiana Taylor? I'd be pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. It better be a monster verse or something, <laughs> if that. I don't want to hear her singing. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything else come out? Um, you tell us about the Neo album. You've been <laughs> nah, nah, man. Where did this come from? Because I don't think I ever mentioned Neo. I swear you mentioned Neo. Nah, at least I don't even like Neo. Podcast. I don't think it might have been somebody else. Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only ones who've ever edited the the show rundown. <laughs> I, I didn't know what Neo's new album was, but nah. somehow it found its way out to the document. Nah, nah, I did put Nelly in the one yes, time. You did. You did. But I don't remember. I'm, I wasn't a Neo fan, for real. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing he came out with? You tell me. I, 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 don't, I don't listen to Neo. <laughs> he told us on his show rundown. Hey, hey, I made it clear. I'm not the biggest R&B fan. <laughs> so, Neo, I'm definitely not looking for Neo. No. I, I could have sworn you at least said your wife was a big fan. No, not Neo. She she Alicia Keys fan. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I don't think she liked Neo either. Um, I don't know what else came out, so we'll just assume that's all that came out this week because whatever else came out probably wasn't important enough for us to know. Oh, Superfly. Oh, the Superfly oh, yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about this a little though. bit. Not all of it. How do y'all feel about these remakes, music-wise, film-wise? How do y'all feel about this everything being remade in it's, the year 2018? It's kind of like... Are we not creative enough to come up with anything else? Nope. Like, are we? Why do we have to remake everything? Some things are meant to be classics, like they are. Why can't we just go back to the? If we can't think of nothing, that don't mean bring it back. You gotta just. We need some more creatives in the room. Then we need some more, inter, you know, artists, entertainers in the room to come up with some different concepts because everything, especially if it come out in this trash, <laughs> like that's <laughs> when it. it that's when we regret it all. Like, why did you even do this? So I don't know. I don't. Some of them I'm cool with, but everything don't need to be remade. Or or um, what is it when the shows come back? Like, what, what? reboots? Re- yeah, reboots. Yeah. We don't have to do all that. I'm I, over that. Man, I hate the um. Far as movies and shows, I hate the whole remakes. Far as music. Like I'm okay with sampling something, and you coming with something different. <laughs> than what you sample, 
but I don't want to hear a remake of the, a Chicken Head, or I don't want to hear a remake of Who Run It. Mm-hmm. That that's that's my only problem. Unless it's G Herbo killed that though. Yeah, yeah, he did. But and it wasn't really a remake. It was, like it was a freestyle. A freestyle. Yeah. yeah, because I thought he remade the beat, but it was pretty much a freestyle. Mm-hmm. But um, I just hate the whole remaking the whole song exactly the same but putting some 808s on it i don't know i, I feel like it's kind of lazy it's kind of taking i ain't gonna i don't know i don't even think it's paying homage anymore i feel like it's just taking a hot song from back in the day trying to redo it it's not because i know back in the day we could say oh we was taking other people's songs too but at least they were sampling the song yeah. and <laughs> having a whole different hook to it or you know, making it totally different. It, it, I feel like they laziness. Ju- That's how I feel. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of being lazy, my opinion. I agree. Um, I'm looking up the Superfly soundtrack. Um, I guess he tried to pull a Black Panther with this. Yeah. Because Future produced basically uh, executive produced the whole album, I guess. And it has a bunch of Future, Young Thug, 21 Savage, Party Next Door type songs on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, this movie has been promoted terribly. <laughs> yeah, because I I think it's already out, and I didn't even know. Really? It oh, is made. it out? Or I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm pretty sure it's coming out in like a week or so. Yeah, I've only seen trailers in the theater, and that was honestly like a while back before they even. You know how they show you the trailer, and they don't even have a release date for it. They just say I mean, summer. It comes out next week on the June 13th. On a Wednesday? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, it stars a bunch of people I've never heard of. I'm almost surprised it's actually coming out in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it should probably be a Redbox movie. Yeah. But or it's going to go straight to it. I'm surprised it's actually like a major motion picture. Because I haven't oh, heard Rick any- Ross in it? <laughs> I'm looking at the cast. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I just... I'm not going to sit here and say that Superfly is an untouchable movie that... Nobody can ever remake like it's a classic. It was a good bad movie. Wait, Trevor <laughs> Jackson, know? he's in Blackish. I mean, Grownish. Do y'all watch Grownish? No. Oh. Mm. He's like one of the main characters in Grownish. Michael I believe K- that's okay. him. Michael K. Williams. The, the B character from a TV show. He's <laughs> 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 the biggest star in the remake of Superfly. Uh-huh. La- Lecrae. I like Lecrae. That's a Houston rapper. Christian rapper there. Wait, is he from Houston? Mm-hmm. I know that. Uh, I know yeah. That. Oh yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind the movie being remade, but the soundtrack, Curtis Mayfield, that is a masterpiece. I feel. Yeah. And if you're gonna call this Superfly, at least call it something else. I don't <laughs> want no confusion when I talk about the Superfly soundtrack and you you talk about oh the future one or the Curtis Mayfield one. No, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Don't confuse it. Call it Superfly two. Call it Superfly the prequel. Call it something else. Mm-hmm. Don't call it Superfly the soundtrack because <laughs> yeah. we, there's only one Superfly, Superfly soundtrack, one of the greatest soundtracks of all time, one of the greatest albums of all time. <laughs> I, I will not stand for Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> being buried under the rug yeah yeah i agree and i'm kind of nervous on what this movie gonna be about because it's my from looking at it it looked like it's based off 2018 it's not like back in the day Mm -hmm. yeah so is this movie gonna be like a um 
I don't want to say a, a state. Modern day. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say a state property where it's just everybody dealing drugs and violence like that. But I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about it. It's kind of like because I heard people was talking about um, maybe remaking the Warriors, the 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 movie The Warriors. Yeah. And I don't know how that would look in 2018. It would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it because you can't really make it the same. <laughs> As the original, but Chief Keef and Lil Reese gonna be the the yeah. three hundred game. What ta- yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying because you can't make it just yeah, like the movie. Six, nine. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be stupid. <laughs> that would be terrible, man. <laughs> the Scum Gang. I would hate that because that's my favorite movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. Um, they've also talked about remaking movies like The Last Dragon. Which I think mm. is a terrible idea too. Like it's, <laughs> we can make new black movies, y'all. Come on. Yeah. Can we uh backpack off of this uh future real fast? Go ahead. Did y'all um see what this Instagram model posted about future? Did y'all read that story? Um, we did, but why don't you inform us? <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, there was an Instagram model who had been in contact with Future, mm-hmm. and they, if I'm remembering the story correctly, they met up in Miami, or they, you know, she met up in Miami, something of the sort. They, there were little text messages involved here and there, nothing too serious or in depth that it seemed to, you know, from the screenshots and. Time goes on. He's like, oh, he wants to fly her out to, I don't remember where. He wanted to fly her out, basically. I think L.A. or something like that. Well, she wanted to fly out as far as, it, <laughs> yeah, from what she, I saw, because yeah. he didn't pay for anything. No, but he told. He said he was going to pay her yeah. once she got there, Y'all which is smart. Once, yeah, I'll yeah. pay you once you get there. And, like, it's supposed to be, like, she said a 1,000% over what her plane ticket was or what she had to pay, which he was going to you know, triple her money or whatever. I think it was like $5,500. And she only paid like a, I don't know, who knows, whatever. But, um, yeah, so between these text messages, she's sitting there waiting for future and future turns into future that we know. (laughs) And he's asking her questions like, you know, where, where you at? You, um, I'm going to need you to be sexy for me. And she's like, oh, she's not under the impression that they're supposed to have sexual relations. So, um basically she ends up he ends up not coming he ends up not paying for the hotel um she leaves the hotel room comes back and her card is no longer working yep so future canceled her hotel without telling her um she hits him up and uh she you know basically letting him know that you know if you should have let me know that this was your intentions i would have never come and he was like, no worries. And she, she's, uh, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not that type. And he's like, understood. And she's like, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna see you at all. <laughs> and what has the, what has the internet buzzing is his response of, I'm good, love, enjoy. I think that is hilarious. See, like, that should have been the plot of this new Superfly. <laughs> I would have watched a movie about that. Yeah. I think that is hilarious. Like, <laughs> for one, I mean. Come on, girl. Like, yes. how naive are yes. you to yes. think that yes. you and you, especially seeing the text messages that you put out there yourself, why did you ever think you and Future had anything, any type of connection? Why did you think that he was interested in you, in you in any other way than to have sex with you? Like, yes. I mean, all, you know, good for her that she holds herself high and she thinks, you know, highly of herself that maybe he did want to 
wife her, communicate with her, or she said she was thinking they were going to go to the studio or something like that. <laughs> but, like, y'all never talked about I, that. Like, why would you think? Like, I don't know. You, like, you think he about to pay you $5,500? Just to come hang out? To chill in the studio? Hell no, man. Now, I will say a couple things. Number one, I think it's admirable in a way Mm-hmm. that she actually sticks to her morals yeah. even when it's somebody a celebrity like future is involved because let's face it a lot of women would give it up oh yeah mm-hmm. if, if if that was involved and, and future reached out to them mm-hmm. so i give her a little bit of props for saying hey i'm not like that yeah but at the same time what did you think was expected have you heard this man's music <laughs> Yeah. Do you not know what he's about? He talks about smashing Instagram hoes all the yes. time. Yes, like... it's all he raps about. That and codeine. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand how, what she thought was going to transpire. The, you have to understand this man is too busy to have a friendship with a girl who lives halfway across the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you got a lot more going on and you have nothing about yourself in particular that's probably special to him. So... And why would he pay you $5,500 just to chill? Right. That was very, like, exactly. I don't understand why. I guess she thought they were going to be friends. But the, even the text message, like, she kind of, she just kind of made herself look dumb. Like, I, I agree with you. At least she stuck to her morals. She stuck, you know, she stood her ground. But at the same time, like, even the text message that you tried to prove your case with, they wasn't about nothing. Like, it wasn't, y'all didn't even talk about anything like he was mainly asking you where you at every single time and trying to figure out when he was gonna (laughs) smash you like i don't understand why you couldn't have figured that out with why he had to say anything why he had to come out and say i just want he didn't have to do that like (laughs) it was very clear in those text messages in my opinion and she was doing a lot of double texting yeah and that's desperate (laughs) when you got a double text yeah you could tell she wanted to be down yeah but she just didn't want to pay the price i guess i don't know how you would say it (laughs) but good love enjoy yeah i mean i thought it was a very respectful way he could have said bitch what the fuck are you talking about yeah what did you think was gonna happen here and what he did to me what he did was smart it was he said i'll pay you (laughs) when you get here here, and she should have known then like yeah, she should have known then, honestly. Yeah, because you got you got a lot of females who try to get money out of dudes, and um, when if he paid her that money and she came out and hit you with that, all right, see you later. To be but, fair, what if Future paid that plane ticket? What well, what if she paid that plane ticket? She actually smashed him, and then he just disappeared, and he never paid, paid the back. plane ticket or anything. I mean, that's her dumbass fault. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But then, so it's really a no-win situation. The only way to win is to not even respond to anything he says or fly out yourself. Yeah. Meet him, I guess, if you're just in the same city, coincidentally. Yeah. But if you fly out and he says, I'll pay you back. That you but she, she never even met up with him, though, because, yeah. you know, he could have paid her as soon as they met up type of thing but come but, on you, would you would you would you put it past future if he just smashed it and then blocked her <laughs> number and never responded to her again but, but see if he did something like that then this whole text message would make sense like yeah. see he a scumbag 
But, but looking at the message. people blame her because they'd be like, oh, you're dumbass, just gave it up and thought he would pay you back well after the fact. The internet always defends future, no matter what. For yeah. some reason, they yeah, always yeah. defend future. So I don't they know go- where she was get, what she was going for. out of. The, I don't know what she, her end goal was. All you got to do is point at his music and see, bitch, see? Yep. <laughs> like, future is a deadbeat dad. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't put that on that man. No, he is. Is Look, he? Come on. Is he? Come on. His, his son being raised by another man. I mean, that don't mean he a deadbeat father, though. <laughs> do, you, do you think he's... The son fit- lives with his mom. Let's not do that to Future. We don't know. He has more than one kid, by the way. I know. I wonder if he knows that <laughs> sometimes. I, 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 wouldn't but, even, I wouldn't even say he was a deadbeat, but I will be with my kids all the time. All the time, yeah. Like, with me having that much money, I will be flying my kid back and forth to spend time with him. I don't know if he's doing that now, but... It looked like Russell Wilson <laughs> taking a lot, <laughs> taking a lot on. All I'm saying is their fan base make it seem like they're the villains. Like Russell Westbrook and CR were the ones that were wrong. I don't get it. The man. internet always defends future. Future and Chris the- Brown. Hmm. Well, well, not Chris Brown 100. percent Yeah, but future. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because they made Russell Wilson the bad guy. He exactly. actually a good yeah, guy. Yeah, taking on a taking care <laughs> like of that man's Like it's it's hard to take a, take care of somebody else's kid. Yep, married her. And all the memes and jokes oh, going man, on. He got it bad. Yeah, he got it back. He saved a hoe <laughs> and reformed her. Now she is a reborn goddess. She's yeah. like uh, Angelina Jolie after Brad Pitt. Ah, <laughs> uh, remember I, she was a hoe. I back know. In the days. I, I I didn't. <laughs> I forgot about that till you just said it right yep. now. Sierra, but Sierra is like every girl's dream, I think, because she got yep. with a trap dude, had a baby, left him alone, and mm-hmm. got with an actual good dude. Yep. <laughs> so she got the trap dollars. nigga. Yeah, she got the trap nigga. She got the trap nigga baby and um, married a good dude, yep. a rich dude. <laughs> yeah. A Christian, I think. I think. I think he go to church and stuff, too. Of course. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so he he's a they didn't have sex until they got married. Yeah, so <laughs> man. I'm looking at this clip of Steve Harvey and Stephen <laughs> A. Smith. Oh, they got like the same suit on, but it's just a different color. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear this right quick. I ain't gonna tell you no more, Stephen A. Smith. And I want you to be very careful about this sweep talk. That I've been hearing you saying. I want you to be very careful because you got to go to your car in the parking lot. <laughs> okay, it's not loading fast enough, but anyway, um, oh, I'm way off base now. Uh, what's next on the on the? Okay, the Drake and Pusha T. Oh yeah, yeah. Let, let's break this down. It took us long enough. Let's let's get to it the ha- breaking. I feel like it ended right after the podcast. Yeah. Like the beef. Yeah. Low key. I feel like it did. It seemed like think- it was a long time. It does seem like it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, for a refresher, Jay Prince has gotten on a somewhat of a book tour. He has a new book coming out. He's been hitting up every radio station. And he's basically said that the beef between Drake and Pusha T is over. Mm-hmm. He has said that Drake recorded a song, a response to Pusha T, and... Jay Prince told him not to put that song out, and these are his own words on the subject. 
to my book called Respect. And uh, I feel like for a man to attack a man's mother, his father, a man that's dying, mm-hmm. I feel that's disrespectful. Very. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if one leave it on a level playing field and I get at you, yeah. get at me, yeah. then oh, bring it on. Man, right. best man wins. Right. But to go and, you know, imagine we got into a fight and I go whoop your mama ass. I go hit your daddy in the jaw. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're doing, like, hold on. That ain't had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I call it a a pig pen mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I spoke with Drake. You know what I mean? I made OG call to Drake this morning telling him, I don't want you to respond to this. You know what I mean? I don't want, we're going to put this to bed. Mm. You know what I mean? We're going to put this to bed because, you know, we can't get in the in the pig pen with 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 pigs and then because pigs turn into hogs and then hogs get slaughtered and that's not a- so yes <laughs> all y'all who want to see the pig pen who want Drake to jump in the sloth and get all dirty y'all not gonna get what y'all want yeah. hip hop is not gonna get the battle we thought we were going to get, even yeah. though we got more than we expected. Yeah, we got it. To be it. fair. Yeah. yeah. But apparently Drake is not going to release his response. Apparently, from what Jay Prince has said, it is directed more at Kanye, mm-hmm. it seems, because he said that there was some stuff that would end Kanye's career, which I think is hilarious because Kanye tried his best to end his career, and yeah. he still debuted number one on Billboard. Yeah. <laughs> So if Kanye can't stop his own career despite his best efforts, I don't what see what Drake, Drake gonna say gonna about say, him. Yeah. But how do y'all feel about this kind of disappointing end to what we thought was gonna be a moment? Even though I guess it still is a moment in hip hop. But how do y'all feel about the Drake being apparently put to rest by one Jay Prince? Uh, I understand where Mr. Prince is coming from. I definitely understand. But at the same, at the same time, rap beeps have always included things of the sort, like things of people's parents, things of everything he mentioned has always been in almost every rap beat that I can think of. It goes that far. But then at the same time, I see, you know, we do have to evolve as people, especially as the, the world we living in. Um, power for people like that. I. They want to see us go against each other, so I can understand that. But it did just feel like a cop-out. It felt like Drake lost, and that was the easier way to go about the situation. Seeing as we not going to get to hear the track, that's how I looked at it at first before I really, like, gave myself time to think about it and, like, okay, well, yeah, you know, we do need to uplift each other and encourage each other more than tear each other down. But it just would have been so good for hip-hop as far as these bars. I wanted to hear the bars. I wanted to hear... I wanted to hear it. I did. I know everybody... I don't care. I wanted to hear it. But I, I see where he's coming I from. see the pigs. <laughs> the pig I, I definitely see where he's coming from. And I, I do wonder, though... Because um, did y'all see the... Kanye tweet. Kanye tweeted something about. I don't know if this was before or after, but he tweeted something about. I got it up. What does it say? He said, "I've been. I've never been about beef. I'm about love. Lines were crossed, and it's not good for anyone. So, I, so this is dead now. I just wonder if that was before or after um, the conversation with Jay Prince. On here, it say June second. June second. I don't know. I think timeline. that tweet came out before Jay Prince said anything. Mm. Gotcha. So they probably talked. They probably talked somehow. 
Yeah, because they said so. he, he said that he had a conversation that. with him with Kanye. Yeah, he probably yeah. called. I think he probably called Drake and then called Kanye, got in touch with Kanye. Yeah, and they squashed it. That probably pushed it. I'm sure he probably taught to push it too. I mean, Drake and Kanye are like neighbors. They live in Calabasas. They together. got the same. Yeah, yes, I feel right like they got the same circle. Yeah, so it's not like they're not going to see each other. Yeah, I'm sure this came up and they talked about it probably, but. Cause Drake was over at for Thanksgiving and stuff at one point in yeah. time, like at the gen, uh, with he was real kicking it real cool with Chris Jenner at one point in time. That relationship is weird, yeah. Drake and Kanye. Yeah. yeah, because from what is being said, it seemed like Drake went kind of hard at Kanye on this supposed track that we'll yeah. never hear. Yeah, yeah, Kanye never. I mean, I feel like Kanye never went hard at Drake like that. Yeah. He he always been pushing for Drake, and he he yeah. was the only one talking about the Drake and Kanye album. And I probably. One, two, because do you think he, like, how supposedly he had the thousand hundred dollars out, uh, hundred thousand dollars out, my man, to get dig up dirt on Pusha? Maybe, yeah. be, maybe it was more geared towards Kanye because he's been around Kanye's family. He knows more about yeah. Kanye. Like, it was easier for him to to get some knowledge together about him than it would have been for Pusha because we don't know anything about him. That's a good point. I think he had more dirt on Kanye than he did on Pusha. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Drake was a Pusha T fan going back in the day. We mm -hmm. heard the story about it. Even he admitted it in the song. Mm -hmm. He bought his autographed mic and rapped on it until he wore out the signature. Yeah. <laughs> so it's mm -hmm. kind of hard to go back and be like, oh, you see, I, I knew you were fake all along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? You was a fan back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But, Figgy, how do you feel about this beef, man? How, where do you think it ranks now, if it is done, in the um, pantheon of hip-hop beef? Rank, ranking this beef, um, it would be hard to rank it all time because there have been so many great beefs from the 90s, 2000s. But in the 2010s, I will probably say this was probably the most entertaining beef that was, like, punch for punch. I... Um, the only thing I I just have a problem with this whole Jay Prince stepping in and ended. I understand it uh -oh. from a business point. Yeah, but um, it wasn't like Pusha T picked on Drake and <laughs> threw out that freestyle. Drake stepped in the ring. He stepped in the <laughs> he stepped in the pit with the pigs on his so, own. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like Drake was minding his business and he you know got hit from the side. I don't know. It's it's just corny because where was Drake? I mean, Jay Prince when he was killing Meek. Like everything was all good. Everybody started looking at Drake as this MC and this beef type of person. And now that he getting beat up, now people want to step in. Like I said, I get it from a uh, money point, but far as hip hop, it's kind of like, come on now. When if when if somebody stepped in Jay Z at the ether and said, no. Nah, like, to, be fair, to be fair, to um, be fair, Jay-Z's initial response to Ether, super ugly, when he talked about uh, Nas's baby mama, mm -hmm. who he smashed in the backseat with the condoms in the backseat and all that, he had to apologize for that mm -hmm. because his mom told called him and said, you know, yeah. you went too far here. Yeah. So I, it has happened I, even in the biggest beef in hip-hop history. I get it, but when have Jay-Z never released that? When have after Ether... Then it's kind of like somebody step in for Jay Z, like no, nah, that's it. Because and from that point on, it's like oh, nah, it's killed Jay Z. Like how would Jay Z career look from that point? Yeah. Because Jay Z stood tall. 
He stood tall. It, we I mean, didn't give him any credit for stand, standing tall. We still say really? he lost. Every, the he, general he, consensus he, is that Jay Z lost that battle. He lost that part, but he still stood tall though. He still it wasn't like he track. ran. Nobody gave him credit. Even like let's say the Meek Mill situation. When Meek Mill responded, he could have easily just not said anything. Because he didn't even put this out in music at first. He just tweeted because he was angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if Meek Mill said nothing, that might have been better than what he came out with. Because that's when we knew, okay, you definitely lost. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jay-Z, when he put out stuff after Ether, everybody said, nah, this ain't it. Jay, you lost this one. Nas won. If he didn't reply, maybe we'd be like, uh, you know, maybe if he replied, he could have won. Maybe we would have given him the benefit of the doubt. No, not in the the 2000s. In the 2000s, you got to reply. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't a 48-hour reply moment, but you had to reply then. You probably, yeah. I don't, I don't think that would have flown. More if you wouldn't have said yeah, anything. because Jay-Z was throwing shots all the time. Yeah. So if he didn't reply, that really would have looked worse. But I just feel like Jay-Z, I feel like that would have looked bad if somebody stepped in and to stop the bleeding type thing or stop the beat up. It'd it's be just, different if they were a mutual party. You know, it would be different if it was somebody that wasn't necessarily more so related to one camp, camp versus the other. Jay Prince, obviously, you gonna step in and say this is a pig pen because that's that's who's making you this money. You P-P. know what I mean? <laughs> that's who you. Yeah, yeah. That's I your call income. It a, a pig pen mentality. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's your income. You know, that's that's your son's artist. Of course, that's your family. You gonna step in? It'd be different if. Somebody that has no no standpoint in either on either side came in and said, Y'all, y'all need to chill for the betterment of each other, for the betterment of black people and for the betterment of just not getting ugly with each other. But it, it it's not okay to me at first. I mean, I understand, but it wasn't cool at the fact that of course you're going to say that because Drake lost. Like, you know, I feel like somebody else should have had to, you know, somebody else... I don't know who would have had the stature to do it, but at the same time, it would have been. <laughs> no, <laughs> it would have been better if someone else. Um, not, that, not that I don't respect Mr. Prince, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> like pigs roll around the pig. <laughs> it would have. It would have been a little. It would have looked a lot better on Drake's behalf had it not been somebody that he's closely related to. Yeah, I think. I don't know. It's just. It, it was just whack that he stepped in, like I. Like I said, I get it. You know, Drake got a lot on the line. He mm-hmm. could have lost a lot if he put out whatever he had and could have tarnished a lot of relationships. I get it. Mm-hmm. But say, for instance, Drake I mean, Drake did put out the song and he stood tall and it hit Kanye, hit Pusha. And then Pusha put out something. They kind of going back and forth. Like, we probably would have more respect for Drake. Like, wow, he stood tall with Pusha. You know what I mean? He didn't bat down. He, you know, the uh, Pusha this was, you know, it might have hit him in the jaw and he stumbled, but he came back with this. Mm-hmm. It's just now it's like, wow, you getting beat up now. Now your your big brother got to come in and stop it. Yeah. Do you think- after, after all this time, you was bullying on this person from down the block, which is Meek. I don't know. It could have. I feel like it could have. Um, if if Drake would have responded with something fire, and something crazy, I think it could have. I I think it could have changed his legacy a little bit. I feel like we would have respect him a lot more. Those ghost going going with Pusha T, going that Pusha T like that and standing tall. 
I agree, but I think that we're us in that mindset are a minority in his fan base. Yeah. I don't think most people who listen to Drake's music care about the old hip hop rules and really hip hop period to be honest. Yeah, yeah. they don't. They, he doesn't go platinum them off of Dipset fans and, <laughs> and people like us who listen to Wu Tang and all that crazy stuff like he his audience doesn't really care about hip hop like that. They yeah. don't care about Yeah, beef. they don't. There's still people who 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 think he won. Yeah. There's a sizable piece of it's social a lot media of out there yeah. it's a lot who of people that, think he won oh oh drake barred him up but push your teachers did gossip and that's why people think he won but yeah. he actually didn't have the bars no mm-hmm. he got killed it's a it's a battle you're supposed to disrespect your opponent yeah, yeah. but exactly. I, I i'm of two minds about it i'm like you figure i do feel like it's disappointing as a fan of hip-hop i feel like if you initiate a beef via a, an entire song aimed at somebody and they reply back with something even more vicious, then it's on you to reply or else you lost. Or just bow, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that's one thing about the, the biggest beef of all time, maybe, Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. At the very least, Biggie never said anything, really. Yeah. yeah. He, he might have dropped a couple little subliminals here and there, but mm-hmm. he never actually started the beef. He never actually replied or, or said anything because he knew where it would go if, it, if he had to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I understand why Drake didn't put out a response. I understand why it's better for business for him not to. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's think about if if you're Drake, okay? You're on an entirely different level than Pusha, popularity and Mm -hmm. Mm sales-wise. You're punching down when you go into a battle with Pusha T. Yeah. Yeah. Most people had to be told what push who Pusha T was when they talked about this beef. And a lot of people, and I kind of, um, I kind of agree with this. I feel like Pusha T is more known now than before because of Drake. Yeah. Because Drake pretty much, Drake is the moon. Pusha T was the dog and Drake barked at the, the moon barked at the dog at this point. And you can argue that was uh, Master P. Pusha T's plan all along. Yeah. Was to keep, Picking and prodding at him until he finally responds, and then okay, you have this in the tuck. You can finally let it go, and the everybody will think you won. And see, this the thing they've been going back and forth for a minute, and there wasn't no long diss song or nothing like that. Drake yeah. put out two birds, one stone. Yeah. It could have been something like that again. Drake, and- Drake been going through a lot. <laughs> I think he's been out of out of sorts. I think Drake also took this as a marketing opportunity and didn't realize yeah. it was and it backfired. backfired. Yeah, yep, that, yeah, because he could have. Drake ain't had to say shit until At the all. album come out and do another two birds one stone. Yeah, and you know it could have kept going like that forever. But I think he put out a whole ass diss song, and, I, not, and, and not, sorry to cut no, you go off. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But then when Pusha T do the same thing, now it's oh, it's too disrespectful and all that. That shit crazy. And then and another thing, it blew my mind when Ice Cube said Pusha T went too far. Did you see that? No. I, I saw I saw a couple things in my Ice Cube. He, 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 he said Pusha T went too far on his <laughs> this song. Really? But same breath, he did say Drake is not the man anymore. He said. Do y'all think Drake really had a song? Do y'all think he really, sincerely, in y'all's deepest of hearts, do you think Drake really had a comeback? 
I think he did. You do? I think he did. I don't know that it, it would have sicker. ended anybody's career like Jay Prince said. Mm-hmm. You know, of course he's going to exaggerate that. Yeah. I don't know if it's as good as he's saying it was or as deadly yeah. as he <laughs> thinks it was. But I, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain he had something. He had something. Drake is – I think Drake likes battle rap. That's one thing, too. There was uh, one event a couple years ago where he was supposed to go against somebody in the battle, and the other <laughs> guy got ready, but then they caught it off or whatever. I and he's also talked about the the fact that why he's such a huge sports fan is that he's competitive, but in music there's no real way to be competitive or mm. prove that you're the best. And mm. I think battle rap is the closest way to that. Yeah, to go against somebody and then the crowd decides who won. Yeah. So I think there's a part of him that thirsts for a battle with somebody but Mm -hmm. at the same time you got too many skeletons yeah Yeah. and not just that he had to think about business first because he he has a longer he's playing the long game in this music industry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's not playing for the hottest rapper of the moment he wants to build a legacy yeah and you have to think if he keeps going back and forth with Pusha what is that going to do for him It'll yeah. entertain a few hip hop heads on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. But what's it going to do for him in yep. the business world? Mm-hmm. Nothing really. Yeah. And he has an album coming out. I'm sure he has a tour planned and all that. He has things that are going to transpire that are way more important to him than this beef with Pusha T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about it, too. I understand. I don't like it, but <laughs> yeah. I understand why it ended here. Yeah, and then another thing, too, I felt like um, going back to Jay-Z and Nas, if Jay-Z was in Drake's position right now during that time, he probably wouldn't have did the super ugly because he would have been focused on his connects and all that stuff. But so th- that's one reason I understand the whole Drake thing. But, man, it's like, dog, you stepped in that ring yeah. and you got punched and now you trying to, yeah. <laughs> you know, you trying to get your trainers to come in and, stop it it's like come on man like like i understand you got your connects and all that stuff but this obviously not meek mill and i think if meek mill was more prepared for it that's the thing i Mm -hmm. think it it wouldn't have been no oh meek took a l yeah Yeah. and i think the reason why drake and it was kind of out of character for him to go and push it like that and to begin with i was shocked but i think (laughs) the the fact that he over prepared for meek mill and that was easier than he expected. Mm-hmm. I think that gassed him up, like I said in the last podcast, where he thought that no matter who it was, it would be just as easy. Yeah, yeah. all you got to do is make a hit song. Exactly. Because Meek Mill wasn't a scrub. He came yeah. up in the battle rap game. Yeah. Exactly. And the, the rap singer defeated him. Yeah, He was on tour. Yes. Yeah, with Nicki. <laughs> you can't go to a studio on tour that easy like that and sit down and try to write some bars dissing somebody exactly but then he initiated it yeah so i think drake thought okay he had something already ready for this probably so he i thought it was a rollout it's probably yeah. something buzzing at the you know behind the scenes and yeah. he, he got ready and yeah now let me ask y'all this so the scorpion album do you feel that drake must not there must not be any subliminals. He better not say nothing about Kanye. Drake. You but, know he, he's going to drop but, subliminals. But how, but how fair is that, though? You know what I mean? How are you going to drop subliminals when you couldn't even finish? You, you had to end the beef. So, like, how fair is that to come out with all these subliminals or have, you know, one-liners here and there when 
you you wouldn't even finish what what was going on to begin with. I feel like he, I I I know he will, but. I feel like he shouldn't even be like he shouldn't even be able to say anything. He need to like, re- completely just drop it at this point. Yeah, I was about to say, should he even do any of that or just he, move on? I think he should just move I, on completely. Like I don't feel can't. like that's cool. Drake Drake is too personal in his records. Yeah, he can't not be personal. But from Kanye and Pusha's side, like how do you view that from their from their point of view at that point? Like when Scorpion comes out and he's dropping these subliminals, but you couldn't even drop your diss record. And y'all ended the beef completely. How do how are you looking at it from their point of view? They look at it. Well, I don't know what Kanye really feels in this situation. Mm-hmm. I think there. I don't think we've seen his real opinion on this. Yeah. Honestly, because he was tweeting every day until this happened, and then when it got closer to the Kid Cudi album coming out, he started tweeting again. Mm-hmm. But he was silent through a lot of this stuff. I think he yeah. really. Um, obviously, we know Kanye is very emotional, but yeah. I really think. Not to say it gives him anxiety or anything. I just don't. It bob like it really bothers him. I think I think conflict like that really bothers him. Probably. It's hard for him to um, probably deal with it or fully like you know understand it at the time. Or I, I feel like it really really that's something that Kanye doesn't do well with, especially people among peers that he knows or people that he has love for. Yeah. I feel like he don't know how to handle that just yet. And this is the part I ain't understand too with the whole Drake going at Kanye. Did Kanye say something about Drake? That's the thing. Because we don't I know. Because I get the first couple bars saying, um, "If you think if you got a problem with me not writing my stuff, yeah. how you feel about the nigga that's making your beats?" Yeah, that's a that's a cool little jab. It's no secret with that, but I feel like he kind of went hard at Kanye more than <laughs> push a T. Maybe because he felt like Kanye was the one pushing him to to even do, you know. To even yeah. keep this going, you know, even throw the shots at him. Maybe he felt like because Kanye was the producer of his album, that he was the point. one that that even encouraged him to get that bolt. Well, I mean, they've been throwing shots, but you know, even encouraged him to put those lines in the album. Yeah, I don't even think it's that because because from what it looked like to me, I felt like Kanye liked Drake, and they always talked about or Kanye always talked about an album with Drake and stuff. So maybe it's something behind the scenes we don't know. But mm-hmm. I just don't get that vibe from Kanye wanting to beef or saying, yeah, push it, put this in this song about Drake or whatever. Especially if he was if Drake was helping them write shit. Here's the thing. I think when I think Drake might have felt per- betrayed when you produce this album, you know what Push is saying on this album. You could have said, hey, push a chill. Don't put this part in here. He didn't. Mm. And that that came out. People felt a certain type of way when uh, Kanye produced for Nas back in the day. Back when the Jay-Z Nas battle was still relatively yeah. fresh. Mm-hmm. He yeah. made, I think it was on the Hip Hop is Dead album. He made, and that's technically the Def Jam days, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But still, people felt some type of way like, oh, you're going to produce for Nas after you produce Takeover 2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to do both for both artists after you just produce the whole thing? But it's, it's just producing. Mm-hmm. I think Drake might have felt some type of way. I think Drake is very paranoid. I think he, he knows he, he he talks about it in his music. Mm-hmm. I think he's paranoid feels, or a little jealous. I don't think he's jealous. I don't think he's jealous. Mm. I think he's paranoid that a lot of people don't really fuck with him, mm-hmm. but they act like they do because he's so big in the game. They're you fake kind of exactly fake the fake love. love song that came from a place of truth for him. Yeah, I think. 
So when you see Kanye, who you live next to, y'all been boys for a long time. You helped him on his own songs. Might have given him money, apparently, mm-hmm. c- according to however you want to read into that line on the song. Mm-hmm. But and, and then you see Pusha T come with a Kanye produced album where he he's throwing shots at you still. Yeah, he might have just felt a certain way about that and said, "Okay, so that's t- that's what side you're on, really." Well, then let me go ahead and just throw these strays at your and, way too. And it was, and I get that part, but this unreleased this song that was supposedly supposed to end Kanye's career, it's like, why is you going that Kanye this hard? Yeah, yeah. That it's kind of like, damn, I thought they had a at least decent relationship. I think that's I. I can kind of agree with you, Rocket, as far as I think he a little paranoid and the simple fact that we've seen picture, we've seen pictures of everybody together, but we know for a fact that Drake was very personable with Kanye's family. You know that he was at dinners. They was real cool at one point in time. Not to say that they not anymore, but we, as far as putting it out on social media, that I haven't seen anything like that in a while. Yeah. So I don't know if something really did happen behind the scenes in their personal lives too, as to where he feel like it's a Kanye thing, or if he really, it really is just paranoia. Maybe they something did go down between the two. It could be. We might never find out at this point yeah. because we're not going to see the pigs fighting the pigs. So where do you <laughs> rank this beef in, in the two thousand tens? I mean, what else do we have to go off of, really? Drake Meek Mill. Drake Meek Mill. Ja. Um, Nikki Remy. Nikki Remy might be the number best. one. Okay. Because think? I think that came. That was or- organic, old yes. school. <laughs> that was well, like Remy's the, part was. the female Nas and, Nas and Jay-Z. Yeah. They came up together. They had a previous relationship. And that's the thing that kind of holds back on this. Uh, Drake and Pusha T thing and I think that's why Drake didn't have a lot of ammunition at Pusha T they didn't really grow up together they weren't really friends like that they don't know each other really yeah Mm -hmm. but Nicki and Remy they knew each other yeah she was they were fans they liked each other at one point Mm -hmm. and things went south Mm -hmm. yeah so that but then again I don't know if we even really talk about that battle still I forgot about it do we still talk about Nicki and Remy not really not you don't talk about nothing after a while. I think the yeah. longest we talked about the battle was the Meek and um, Drake. I just feel maybe maybe the Nicki and Remy battle was just good because we had nothing else. But Remy did also come out and say she was over it. Like, yeah. So she, maybe yeah. that's Remy, why, too. Remy killed it herself. Yeah. By like, one I... day she'd act like, you know, it's still going on. The next day she's like, all oh, y'all just want to see two women tear each other down. Yeah. I can't believe you guys are just so into this. Why, you made think, the record. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Remy wanted that smoke from the beginning, though, yeah. but couldn't really come come out of jail and talk that shit like that. But, um, yeah, I, I like that beef because it was it was just old school. It was organic. It was classic Remy Ma from the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Ashley, the 90s, because she came up in the 90s a little bit. I didn't like her rapping over either. Yeah. I I mean, I liked her just... I, I liked her rapping, rapping over a regular beat instead of, you know, making a hit song and trying to make it a diss song like mm-hmm. Nicki did. Yeah. That was annoying. Yeah. I wish it could have been like... I wish if Nicki would have grabbed a... Um, a old school Jay Z beat or something like that, and just fuck it. You know, I ain't trying to get no sales, just freestyle and this. I think it would have been dope. But yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about the 
beasts we've had in this decade, and they've all been like disappointing, who cares type shit. Honestly, I think it's getting to the point where we starving for some type yeah, of hip hop. That's the thing. <laughs> because honestly, um, I I had a debate about the Pusha and Drake beef that it wasn't really all that. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it wasn't '90s and 2000s type of disrespect. But you know, we in the day and age where shit like that happened, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. But how would this beef be in the 2000s? After you had 50 Cent talking about yeah. Ja Rule and shit like that. Speaking of beefs, do we care about Chief Keef and... Uh... No. Takashi okay. said <laughs> No. I mean, this whole Takashi thing, I I'm don't... over him. I'm over him. Somebody... I don't think his music is that bad. That's the thing, it's, too. It's not bad. I think, I think he being overlooked, his music being overlooked yes. because of the internet trolling shit. Mm-hmm. But this whole like this whole gang banging saga he's going on to, where he goes to every city and disses everybody in it, and then leaves, and then everybody's looking for him. Mm-hmm. It's just this. Um, is, I think this is out of our league right here. This yeah. is a whole whoever born after two thousand. <laughs> this day shit because I can't keep up with it. It's yeah. annoying. Do you think his career has longevity to it? I mean, if he keeps putting out hits, but that's mm. everybody. I don't. I mean, I don't think he will be at that platform where he's a Cardi B or megastar type of thing mm-mm. because of the bullshit he going through. But far as in the streets, he's an entertaining dude. I'll say yeah, that much. Far as in the streets, I think he'll be good. Yeah, like a chief because Chief Keith not on the radio or nothing, but he's still good. Far as his fan base, he do got a strong yeah <laughs> teenager fan base. Oh, Takashi yeah. has managed to keep his 15 minutes going longer than anybody expected. So there has to be some kind of credit for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, al- and also, too, he from New York. And yeah. New York stick behind anybody yep. that's from New York. They will push them down. They will keep them up. But until- New- I don't think New York's behind Takashi, though. That's the thing. Oh, I, I think they behind him. They didn't bring him out for Summer Jam. They, Ebro said he's not coming to Summer Jam. Yeah, he banned getting, from everything. Yeah, he's getting banned from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. they don't want to turn his own relationships I, but for I, something he do. But they happen. Funkmaster Flex fuck with him. You think so? Yeah, he do. Does he? he always from promoting this shit. Oh, I, I don't see Funk. That's why, that's why I know. I'm like, it's a New York thing because Funkmaster Flex, he don't fuck with nobody for real unless it's like yeah. some old school hip hop type shit. But I see him promoting him. I'm like, man, I never thought a day in my life I would see Funkmaster Flex promoting the rapper with colorful hair like I that. Would. Do you think he holding on to uh, relevancy too, though, Funkmaster? That's part of it too. Like, and he from New York because yeah. if he was from Atlanta, he would not be supporting them. Or if he was from Chicago, he would not be supporting them like this. Yeah, the same thing with designer. The same thing yeah, with exactly. everybody who come out with a sound that's not New York, even ASAP. Okay, mm-hmm. and I like ASAP's music at least. They were not fucking with him at first, yeah. exactly. But after but a while, they're like, popping, "Oh, he, like, he might be around for the long run." Yes, yeah. same yeah. thing with designer. A mm-hmm. bargain bin future come out. Oh, this is restoring the feeling though. Yeah. But you won't play future. You call future corny, south trash. But then you bring out designer, you know that that's yeah. okay because Lil, you bring him Bobby Schmurda, Lil, Lil Uzi. Aye. We got to go there too. Aye. Fake ass uh, Chief Keith. Man, but, I, 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 I he, he did come out straight Schmurda, Chicago. Man. Yes, fake <laughs> ass drill music for a New York audience, and yeah. they acted like it was something brand new and revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
that music had already been it been around. Yeah, okay, free Cerner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah. free Bobby. Man, didn't he kill somebody? We, we not gonna <laughs> Probably I did. I don't know. I, I don't know. If we should get into I, I, that. I, I, I <laughs> they they broke down the song "Hot Nigga" and yeah. basically he was snitching he, on everything everybody. his yeah. crew did, yeah. and they're all in jail now. Yeah. Uh, on the topic of cash money, I know if y'all saw this. Yes. Um, Lil Wayne has finally, after what seems like a decade long battle with the label Cash Money and especially Baby and Slim, mm-hmm. has apparently won a settlement to the tune of $10 million. He has ownership of some of his music now. And the Carter apparently, five. the Carter Five will soon be released after. Who knows how long people have been waiting on it. Can we clap it up for that, man? Yeah, we because can. if it. Man. Jesus Christ. But we still want what the Carter Five from back then, though. Uh, depends it's probably on what version dated, of Wayne. It's probably dated as yeah. hell. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, because I'm trying to think what I was doing back, around that back time. Back on a couple, couple of records. He might have to go back and change a little bit. People I, still might want to hear it because it's Lil Wayne. People are going to want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah always. Just the, the whole... Number one, it, will he change the title? Never. I don't think so. I mean... Never. Young Thug did put out the Barter Five, yeah. so maybe he wanted he wants to get away from the he, Carter name. He then branded the Carter <laughs> by sure. now, yeah. and we've been. Yeah, he, I don't think he. I don't think he'll change it. Uh, did either? Um, is this speculation or because I did read that no one said anything from either side, like confirmed from either side. So how do I haven't really read anything about it? I've just seen you know tweets and things, but. Is it is it confirmed that Lil this Lil Wayne's happened? attorney confirmed that oh, okay. this actually happened. Gotcha. So I don't know if Lil Wayne himself has made a statement. Yeah, that's what I think I was looking for and yeah, I didn't his see. His attorney anything. has spoken and he, he basically confirmed that all this is true and mm-hmm. that Lil Wayne did win the settlement. Yeah. So also, that- um oh also I seen um Lil Wayne and Joel Santana putting out they Album. Okay, Remember? we don't. I can't feel my face. Yeah, I'm so old. It. No, twenty years ago at this yeah, point. Yeah, man. <laughs> two. We done moved on. Pretty much two washed up niggas. Yeah, <laughs> rappers uh, that could have been on top of the world at that time. Yep. Man, that's crazy. I, so, I would still listen to it though. Yeah. Because I did listen to the uh, new Cameron. No, 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 no. The um when T Pain put out him and Lil Wayne stuff. Oh yeah, because Wayne. Yeah, I did listen to that, and it was dated as hell. <laughs> but it was still good to hear. It it would have been dope if he, if they actually dropped it during that time. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, I believe T Pain is still in a lawsuit with Cash Money too. Is he? Yeah. Damn. They never paid him for that Got Money song. Really? Oh, get yeah. money. God. Yeah. Damn. And that was a hit, man. Yeah. yeah. It was huge. Yeah. He's owed a lot of money. I hated that song too. <laughs> really? But that song was huge. Yeah. Um. Do you think that the the relationship is tarnished at this point between who? Baby and Lil Wayne. For I sure. I mean, that's. I mean, he came out and basically said, "Fuck baby." I know, but so, you know. I, I mean, but then they took pictures together. That's what I'm saying. Like a few weeks ago. It's. it's I re- so. I feel like that's a that will always be family. Mm-hmm. So like I don't think, it, yeah, it's I don't think it'd be like a Waka and Gucci thing. Yeah, but yeah, I think I once, don't understand it honestly. I don't either. I feel like there is a sense of dependency there because look, Lil Wayne has been rapping with Baby since you know fourteen, going back to damn near since he came out eighteen years. Yeah, thirteen years you old. Know, rapping basically, that man was his dad. He yeah. calls him his father. Yeah. So I don't think they're ever that's ever gonna be 
unreconcilable. Man, because the irreconcilable. children's situation, like their kids are close, their family, other than, they may be beefing, but they family still keep yeah. in contact. They families are still interacting, I'm sure. Ray Janae and uh, Birdman daughter, I know. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. I feel like Lil Wayne would have been way bigger than what he became nah. if he if he had the chance to get out that cash money deal because it was remember he he was close to signing to Rockefeller remember yeah. Oh, yeah. like just imagine if he signed to Rockefeller and kept going um because he let's be honest he's been stuck in cash money for the past what 10 years but he's released music yeah he's but that's not music the, that's not to say if he nah if he would have released the Carter five around when it was supposed to be released it would have sold, yeah, but we had to take a few things things into consideration. Number one, has he grown with the times? Would he was it would his sound mature? Because when I see Lil Wayne, I still see him dressed like a skater. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. one that doing the same wearing red rags, doing the same shit he was doing back in 2012, 20, 2004, 2006, mm-hmm. whatever. So number one, would there be growth there? Would he be able to adjust to the new sound? Number two, his verse has been trash for a while. They've gotten better lately. <laughs> I've heard a few songs in the past few years where I'm like, okay, Wayne kind of back. But there was a good amount of time where every verse we heard was kind of trash. Yeah. And he had a lot of them. Yeah. So I don't know if I would go as far to say that the cash money thing held him back. Of course, financially it did, but as far as him, you know, being the king of rap and and being so much further along than he has been, I don't know if I'm ready to say that mm. because I don't think he's he's done the personal growth required to be at that Jay Z or even Drake level. Honestly, mm. maybe it's just me. Yeah, yeah, like- I, I think he I think he had the um, luxury of being Lil Wayne where people like still to this day I feel like people will still take a Lil Wayne verse of course so I think he will still have that luxury and <clears throat> access to more producers and yeah. more pe- more people to work with mm-hmm. so I, I think he could have got at least another good two years another good two or three years definitely yeah that's but all I'm saying I just don't know because like I said he's put out music and even if the Carter Five was released, let's face it, it probably would be would be disappointing. Yeah. I think we t- I think we finally tired of Lil Wayne. You the still- Carter Four was a huge disappointment. It was I, terrible. Let's be. I wasn't a Lil Wayne fan at all, but um, yeah, the Carter Four. I felt like it was way overrated because yes. people were saying like, "Oh yeah, this shit is hard." Mm. Yeah, and oh, it went. It went platinum the first day and of all this other shit. Did. Yeah. I feel like there was a t- point in time where Lil Wayne had rapped about everything. There was a point in time where he he didn't know what else to do. He he could he had, he didn't said everything. Like there was a point where he couldn't come up creatively. He couldn't get it together and couldn't come up with more. But now that I guess this time has passed, we haven't heard from him too too much. So I would hope that what he put out now and these bars that we are getting now is because he back you know back on his. His grind, he can actually yeah. give us stuff now. I mean, I don't know. And then I he think, was health, the health issues too at one point in yeah, time. That may have had something to do with it. Lean yeah. addiction, probably. Here's the thing: I, I feel like peak Lil Wayne lyrically was Carter to Carter. dedication, 
series, dedication to all that stuff. But you ask Wayne fans, they think his peak was the Carter three. Mm-mm. And I think that's where he started to fall the hell off. Carter Three, <laughs> so, what was, was on the card though? What was on the Carter Three? The, the song with Miss, uh, uh, Mr. Millie Carter? was on Carter Three. Oh, okay, that's yeah. when he Mr. Reached, Carter like, icon status Miss Officer for everybody. Okay. Like, but yeah. lyrically, Carter yeah. Two was his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, yeah. And the Carter Three, his fan base thinks that's the peak of him. Mm. That's when so, he grew. I think that's when that's was, just when his the, fan base grew above like just hip hop fans. I think Carter Three the, is when he started reaching other audiences. Was that the album with Lollipop? Yeah. What was what had uh, Lollipop? On? I think was, that was Carter Three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when he took a whole different turn where he yeah. got the white people yeah. and all this other. And remember, stuff. niggas hated that song when it first yeah, came I out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did not I, fuck with Lollipop when it first came out. There yeah. is some revisionist yeah. history going on because everybody act like it's a jam now. Yeah. I never did like I ain't like the auto tune Wayne for a yeah. long time. Well, I'm just like, man, what the fuck do people see? I started liking them around Go DJ. That's why yeah. I'm like, damn, he yeah, can actually, like he actually, one. yeah, I'm like, damn, he actually got some bars because the the whole hood I was in loved Cash Money, so it was 500 degrees, 400, mm-hmm. deg- all that shit. I'm just like, nah, man. I, I wasn't a cash money person at all. But, um, yeah, well, after Carter won, I'm like, damn, he actually rapping. This shit actually sound all right. <laughs> That's when I kind of was like, yeah, he cool. But still, I, I don't know when he got to that sipping lean and auto-tune shit. I was just like, nah. But. Yeah. The auto-tune is really what killed it, I feel. And the corny-ass yeah. punchlines that he would do on every song. Yeah. It, it got, it got too much i hope he can come back i've heard some fire verses from him lately Mm -hmm. um so i hope he can come back i hope carter five is not as big of a disappointment as carter four was Mm -hmm. but we'll see i think that really determines if he gonna go back and do some work on it or not i mean he has to i think he i think he gonna work with a lot of artists too because um he a well-liked person it's not somebody that don't like lil wayne except for Pusha t but <laughs> I think everybody loves Lil Wayne, so he will work with a lot of young artists, a lot of older artists. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I expect to hear a lot from him coming up now. Yeah. Let's get into a little bit of sports right quick, man. Um, just looked up the score of oh, God, game man. four. On, man. Oh, wow. No, it's not over yet, man. Wow. End of the first quarter, uh, Warriors 34, Cavs 25. Yeah. Now, this series is over. We all knew it's over. Even if the Cavaliers somehow win this game miraculously, the series is over. Yeah. Now the biggest question in sports, period. What will LeBron do? Where will LeBron go? Figgy, you're a Cleveland native. Yeah. You have been following the LeBron legacy since its inception. Since Where, high school. <laughs> yes. When he had ESPN games for high, his high school games. And Shaq sitting in the stands. Yes. <laughs> what do you think LeBron James will choose? Where do you think he will go? I have no idea, man. I wish I had an answer. <laughs> but I will say a lot of people, especially a lot of people here, saying he's gone from Cleveland. Like it's a done deal type of thing. And I wouldn't even say Cleveland had no chance to get them back because I feel like Cleveland have a lot of options to improve the team. 
And um, a lot of people saying, oh, he's leaving because the team's so bad type of thing. I think the only way he will leave is if he really not getting along with Dan Gilbert, which we all know he not. Yeah. But if they work it out some type of way, I feel like they can turn this roster around easily. They can trade Kevin Love and get some pieces or maybe if he commit three years, he could probably get Paul George or somebody like that to come for two or three years. They they got some contracts they're not going to be able to move, though. Tristan Thompson mainly. I think, no, nah, it, 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 it would have been difficult to move two years ago when he first signed, but I f- it's not a Ryan Anderson type of contract because, honestly, Tristan Thompson is, is not that bad, but he just got over on the deal for real because he he was good. I mean, he gave you 10 points, if that. 80 mm-hmm. million. I That's what I'm saying. That's the only reason we like, oh, he is terrible. He was he doing no. the same exact thing he did last year or before the contract. The championship year, I think he was He was like ten was, and eight. He, but he was a, a it seemed like he was a major presence in that championship run. Maybe I'm remembering things wrong, but I felt like he was a major component on as to why they were able to beat the Warriors that year. He hasn't lived lived up to that since then, really. He's had some flashes here and there, but they overpaid him, and I think LeBron wanted them to keep him, mm-hmm. and this is what it Th- cost. Yeah, that that's the problem. It's the contract because if he was still making the um the little deal he had before, it, it, we wouldn't be talking about him like that, or we wouldn't be looking for him to step up that type of thing. So where does he go, man? Um. I don't know. Where uh, would you go if you were LeBron James? Um, that's, you can't say stay in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, outside of Cleveland, if I had the choice to go somewhere, I would probably, I would probably try to get down to Houston. Honestly, okay. that's that seems like the best place to win. Now, if he stay in the East, because a lot of people are saying Boston and Philly. Boston now, would be hilarious. It will. <laughs> it's funny because Landry Locker keep bringing up this scenario of if LeBron, if LeBron wanted to go to Boston, Cleveland need to sign and trade on to Boston for Kyrie. That way, Kyrie, <laughs> because Kyrie he could still be the man in Cleveland, and you know he have his own team and all this other shit. But I feel like if Kyrie really wanted that, he would have stayed this last year and had the chance to go to the finals again. And let LeBron walk, and Cleveland would have been his. LeBron going to Boston would be more of a punk move than Durant going to the Warriors. I, I think so. Yeah, that would be the worst thing that's ever happened I, with a superstar. I think, <laughs> man, I think it's all whack going to like a contending team like that. Like yeah. even like, I know Durant made the move, LeBron made the move to Miami, and all that stuff. So it's kind of normal now, but. LeBron coming to Houston is to me it's kind of like come on man like you you drug the Cavaliers t- to the finals, but what? But you rather jump ship and go to a team that won sixty five games no? To try I, to beat the Warriors and I I get it but I don't know I'm just kind of over it now. But what more can he do at this point? Because look we're we're all going to weigh him on his legacy when all said and done. He's about to be three and six mm-hmm. as far as championships go. And 
he's just if he stays on the Cleveland team, if he stays with this roster, if he if they tool up a little bit, he'll still re- run the East. Yeah, but that's not enough. Mm-hmm. He'll never be Jordan. He'll never even be to that level in our eyes if he can't. If he just goes to the finals and keeps losing every year. But honestly, what do you do in this situation? Because you, know, you go, have to go to a contender. What Golden State? You might as well go to Golden State if you want to win these rings. Ain't nobody beating Golden State right now, man. They too well coached. They was too well coached before KD. Yeah. And now you get KD. I don't even think they're well coached. Really? I just think they're an amazing group of players with four Hall of Famers on a roster. But, so Nah, I think they I think they pretty much well coached because the system they run, even though it's it might be it pass might, the ball to Durant. No, it, no, that, that, that's not the only. That's not the run only. Run a thing. screen to get Clay open because he can't dribble, <laughs> and then watch him sink a shot. Yeah, and it's that's it's work. Plan. It's working yeah. though because Miami wasn't even like that, and they had three, I guess, Hall of Famers on the team. Their, their it was of- that was more give it to LeBron or D Wade. This team, you really can't stop this team. All of them can shoot. <laughs> it's hard to guard this team. Like I don't, I don't know what like. I don't know. LeBron is a legend in my eyes. Like, I don't care what happened. Like, how can you beat this team? And a lot of people say, oh, Jordan would have beat that team. How could Jordan beat that team with this Cavaliers team? If if Jordan was on this Cavaliers team, how could he beat Golden State like that? And here's the thing and the reason why I don't think – this is why Michael Jordan's legacy will almost never dissipate. In our eyes, because we've never really seen him lose on the big stage like that. Yeah, you can go back to the '80s. So that don't far, count. Yeah. I hate that. that it, don't he count. was damn near a rookie back then. It yeah. was the early years. He had a terrible team, bad coach. But when he got to the finals, we only have memories of him winning. Yeah, because we wasn't watching the whole Chicago yes. season. We had the game winners now. We have the same thing with LeBron. LeBron, I believe, has more game winners in the playoffs than anybody. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't. We 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 matched that with him losing in the finals. So yeah, you're right. He's a legend, but ultimately, for us to view him on that level, he needs more rings. Yeah, that's the. Oh, that's I don't. But, I guess goofy, but even but, but even like say for now, uh, for instance, if he get more wins. When if he if he win more rings than Jordan, if say for instance he get eight, like people still gonna nah, say nah, Jordan is nah, better. They be- yes, nah. yes they will because they are gonna say oh he had to make a super team, oh he lost fifteen times in the finals and Jordan never lost. They, they people still gonna make that same argument. First off, for him to get eight rings means that he's winning a ring in his forties. Yeah, <laughs> no, so. I'm, no, I'm just saying he right now he got what three. Yes. Three if he get four, five, six, seven, eight. If he get if he get five more rings right now. If he say for instance he made some type of spectacular win <laughs> in this finals mm. and then win the next four. Like people will still say Jordan is better because he never lost and he didn't have a lot of superstars on his team and all this other Some stuff. Some people are just gonna dick ride Jordan no matter what. Yeah, that's that's but. all I'm saying. I don't think if, if LeBron, if even if he tied Jordan, people still gonna say Jordan is better because he never lost. They they yeah, not gonna, they not gonna look at oh LeBron the argument, did this. The argument for LeBron is a lot better 
if he had more rings. Yeah, that's true. And if people are just going to point to that as the end-all, be-all in this debate, it's not really fair. But let's let's fast forward because we we can pretty much be sure that LeBron's probably going to leave. Yeah. Will you still be a fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers? Oh yeah, I'm a Cleveland. I'm a I'm a fan of the Browns. So you will watch. <laughs> I would still watch. I would still watch. Well, I, I gotta see Jordan what Jordan Clarkson. No, I gotta Rodney see. Hood. I gotta see what they do um, far as free agency and all that stuff because I did watch the Cavs the year LeBron left, and it wasn't shit. It was fucking Mo Williams on the team. That was like the last All Star on that yeah. team. We had fucking Anthony Parker, who was <laughs> Candace Parker's brother. That was a terrible team. That was a terrible team. And we actually, people actually had them sneaking into the playoffs before the season started. And um, that, and mind you, that was the first time LeBron left a team like that. So yeah. we thought the team was decent. The players was decent, but <laughs> that team won 17 games. Yeah, it was dark days. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for LeBron to come to Houston. I don't know if I want that yet. But then again, the way this season ended, maybe I'll be down with it. I just because it was, I don't think they gave they give give this team a, a little longer. I mean, yeah. Chris Paul was hurt. Let's like, see them I at full strength, LeBron and if it's still much, not enough, but see the, he would be oh, too much. See, the Rockets is in the pickle right now, man, because Chris Paul he wants the max contract. Yeah, and do you give him the max contract like that? You can't. I mean, he's hurt too much. You can't give him a max. He, if he wants that, he has to go to Charlotte or something. Because <laughs> it's not it's like you can't invest that much in a player who, I mean, and, and Hall of Famer, one of the greatest playoff people. of I don't care what his record is, man. I've seen him ball out my entire time watching him mm-hmm. since the New Orleans Hornets days. He's been he a, he's a beast, out. man. Yeah. He has taken teams full of struggle. He made he made he, he made David and uh, David Anderson, David West. Yeah. So <laughs> that that I, I think he's severely underrated. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time, if not the greatest. But you can't give him a max coming off these injuries. Yeah. I have a what a bro knows question. I don't know if y'all want to still get some NBA takes in real quick, but I want to get into something dialing back to the future conversation we had. Uh (laughs) Okay. So let's examine this situation and bring it down to a normal person level. Okay. Future flew out this girl. She thought it was going to be one way for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. He thought it was going to be something else. So, let me ask the lady in the room, how direct do we have to be when, let's say, I invite you over. We've been talking for a while. We've been dating. Wait. I We talking like future and her conversation? No, I'm talking, talking regular. Like reg- okay. no, not, not serious. Well, you, like, I, get, you know what? I know what yes. you mean. I know what you mean. We not, chats and talk every day. Yeah. Yes. Types, yeah. Okay. yeah. You, you hooked up somehow. Y'all been talking a little bit. You say come through. Mm-hmm. Now, how direct do we have to be that we expect sex for you to not be taken surprised by it? Um... Because it's a turn off for you to just say, hey, come over, let's fuck. But if we lay it out all romantically, y'all will still act surprised sometimes if you didn't expect, if we say, 
come over. Let's have a let's watch Netflix. We can't even say that no more because yeah. they're <laughs> Net, yeah Net, Netflix come and chill. Over, let's eat some food and watch a movie, whatever. Yeah, and you get surprised when hands get to wandering and all that. <laughs> so, What's so weird about that is um, guys be like, oh no, I'm, I'm trying to get with her. I'm trying to get with her and all this other stuff, but the girl be like. What? Like, no, I thought we was just friends. Yes. Well, not even just that. I just want to know what... I look at you as a brother. I never look Whoa. at you in that way. <laughs> it, it's more so like, why do y'all act surprised when we ask y'all over and then try to get some sex out of it? Uh, I, I don't know that I can speak for the population that you're talking about, but... I feel like you can't be naive, like especially if you know that um, you're having relate, not necessarily, you know, if you're having conversations with this guy, he invites you over. I think it's on you to, if you are, if you have any doubt in your mind that something lines are going to be crossed to you, I feel like that's on you to have that conversation before you even go. But, I feel uh, like that's on you to bring up or but, or address at least. Before address get, like one that has sex no yeah like or like i feel like i don't know if i'm too direct but i'll address that like okay we we about to chill right okay well we just chilling just so you know but like th- this like i've i will address it i'm very direct i'm very i don't like to beat around the bush and i don't like to think that i'm that naive as to where i think i'm gonna go over to a guy's house be laying down watching a movie and he not gonna try nothing like i i I don't know. I just feel like you got to know guys are guys. Like you, if you feel, if you think that is, if there's a chance that that's going to happen, you need to address it before if you really don't want it to happen. Or if you get there and you feel uncomfortable, then that's on you to leave. Or that's on you to say like, Hey, I don't want to do this. Like, you know, that's on you to speak up. Like you can't be appalled that he would try you because you, in my mind, you should already have that mentality that he's a guy. He's going to try you. Like, but, I have to challenge that a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you say you're direct, that is a rare thing, but also that kills the spontaneity of the moment. I feel okay? that. Yeah. Everybody likes surprise sex. Nobody mm-hmm. likes plan. That's what you do when you're married. You plan when you're going to have sex. Nobody wants to plan like, their sex life. If you are talking to someone, like getting to know them, in my case, and we are getting to the point where we are going to start chilling at somebody's crib, I know that eventually we probably are going to go down that path. And if I'm not ready to, I'm going to bring it up. But if I'm ready to, then I'm not going to say nothing about it. It'll just happen as it happens. But if, if, if I just don't understand, you can't be naive to think that you're, unless you go into that relationship with the intentions of you didn't even like that man in the first place, then that's different, I guess, because why would you not think that eventually lines are going to, y'all going to eventually get intimate yeah. if you're talking to somebody? And some girls, they, um, they already know not like, I'm not going over his house because that might happen. And yeah, I don't want him to try it. Exactly. Some girls won't even take that. They, they rather take a Starbucks date <laughs> and see you. If you want to see me, let's go to the movies or, Let's go out to dinner, that type of thing. They won't even try to go to your house. Yeah, I really feel like that's on the lady. Like I feel like if you go to the house, like to the house house, it, it's a possibility of him trying it. But that that, that harkens back to the slutty clothes debate kind of, <laughs> where they're like, just because I'm wearing this don't mean I'm a hoe. Yeah. They could say just because I'm going over to your house does not mean I'm going to give it up. 
Which is true. Okay. But it's mm-hmm. on you to make that clear. It's on. I feel like it's on the woman to, even if you don't, if even if you're not as direct as I'm saying that I am, if you get there, you. It's all about your vibes. Don't give him the vibe that you want to do something, and then when he tries it, you like, oh, oh, no. Like, don't you have to be aware of your body language? You have to be aware of what you putting out there too, and everybody needs to take responsibility for their actions here. Like, you know what I mean? This is a good debate now because I have several <laughs> more questions <laughs> to add. <laughs> okay, so let's lay this situation forward. Mm-hmm. You say he, a guy says come over, and you said fine, but we're not having sex. Yeah. Now. The guy that's a mind or, bl- even, that's a... or even like in the sense of Figgy, like even if I'm not saying we're not having sex, I won't even go to your house. Like I'm not even going to go enough. over there. I'm going to say, well, I don't really feel comfortable or why don't we just go somewhere? I might not say I don't feel comfortable, but I'll say like, why don't we do this instead or suggest other things? What if he says, no, nah, I don't feel like it. Then okay, then. <laughs> that's what it's over. <laughs> that's what I know what you wanted to begin with. But and I'm, I'm not dealing with you like that no more. If, that... I'm not, if, not, if I'm not on that same page. <sighs> I'm putting okay let's assume I know you're not the type of person to go to somebody's house but they're not gonna you know if you don't want to have sex with them but what a lot of us deal with women who do that they Mm -hmm. play the game and they say okay I'll come over but we're not having sex and that makes it harder for me because I don't do that like I, I like to feel like I'm not there are some of us out there that are not the game players and that makes it harder and that's why guys be playing games because they think we playing games and I'm really telling you what the truth right now like I'm telling you straight up what I'm saying so I'm sorry you done dealt with her but I'm telling you this I have another question okay <laughs> okay so, if you make it known that you're not going to have sex with a man until you're ready for it, mm-hmm. do you expect that guy to not talk to any other women at the same time? See. <laughs> Here comes the slippery slope. <laughs> if you are really interested in me, then that shouldn't matter to you. What? Mm. If you are sincerely interested in pursuing a relationship with me other than just casually dating then that shouldn't matter to you whether or not I'm going to have sex with you at this point in time if you really like me I would imagine and I would like to think that you would stick around regardless of that but I know guys regardless of the sex yes if you really if you really like me (laughs) if you really like me you expect a guy to be and in a sexless relationship with you. The type of person that I am. That's not a real relationship. <laughs> or he don't, he don't know if friendship. It's... No, but like the type of person. That, that, it's all about what you put out there. Like the type of person that I am, I would like to think that the guy would understand that I'm not the type of person that's just going to be having sex with whoever. Like mm-hmm. it's going to need to be a fulfilled relationship. Like it's going to need to be something not necessarily long term but we gotta we gotta be on the same page here and if you're messing with other people i'm not about to have sex with you like i'm definitely not having sex with you it well that wasn't the question the question was do i expect him not to talk to anybody else Mm -hmm. i would like for him not to but i can't hold him against that i i will feel some type of way yeah and I, I probably won't treat him as with the same. Uh, You'll never give it up. Yeah, I probably will never give it up to him at that point because it's like you didn't even you couldn't even hold out like you couldn't see, even hold out for me. And see so. this. And see this the thing because you got women that's like that, but another nigga be fucking them and you'll be sitting there waiting like, oh yeah, yes. I'm just waiting for the right time. <laughs> the ghost and, and will come yeah, through. They, yeah, 
that woman might not have no type of attention to be with you or give you anything. Mm -hmm. And you sitting there waiting because I, that happened to me a couple times. Yeah, happened to all of I, us. You know, it was a girl I like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, do all this stuff for her and uh -huh. all this. And she was just pretty much down for the ride. Like, hey, I'll do this. Yep, yep. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. But then next thing you know, it's like a month later, she pregnant. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. damn. So she was fucking with somebody <laughs> like that, and they ain't give me nothing. Yep. So it's like you had to wait. Yeah. Side. Yeah, and I'm all down for the wait. I'm like, you know, she might be worth it, that type of thing. And and then she, she get pregnant by another nigga. I don't know how long they was talking or whatever, but she gave it up and got pregnant that easy. So it's well, kind of like, damn, I kind of wasted my time for real. But to women's defense, some women just have fuck buddies. Like some women yeah. just have fuck buddies they're not in relationships with. And for her not to Do want to Do you realize we all want to be you, that, though? <laughs> no you'd be surprised mm. but <laughs> y'all like in that situation I can say that maybe she had a fuck buddy at the time and she really did like you and want to build something with you that's why she wasn't giving it up to you because she didn't want it to be that type that, of situation that is, that is a so <laughs> yeah, it's being a little too kind what? I'm not saying nothing no, against Figgy I'm just saying it, like knowing how women are yeah yeah because if she wanted to be with me she would have made something official. Yeah. Because it wasn't like I quit talking to her because she wasn't giving me nothing. Yeah. She quit talking to me. Yeah. She, she kind of moved on. So <sighs> it was like I wasted my time. And <laughs> then, you know, you got another nigga that's already fucking you and probably not doing the shit I'm doing to try to get with you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. For a dude, it's scary to do that type of shit and sit here and try to wait, and then you don't yes. know what the other woman' attention is. Mm -hmm. Like yes. if, if it was, that comes if, with maturity. If it was, too. you gotta communicate. Yeah, see if honestly, it, yeah, see if it was clear, like, hey, I really like you, and yes, let's be together, but I don't want to have sex right now. But you know, you the only one I'm talking to. Then yeah, dude, probably <laughs> would wait a little bit. He but if he don't if he don't have a clue what you doing either, it's like damn. Yeah, I'm sitting here waiting patiently yeah. while somebody smashing you. And let's bring it back to that too. Mm -hmm. Because to take your example, Jasmine, when you said, you know, you can't even hold out, you know, if you if you just want that, that proves that that's all you care about. I don't think any guy just wants sex only. Uh -huh. But it is very important to us yeah. for biological reasons. And let's say if a guy, if you made it clear to a guy that you weren't fucking for the foreseeable future until you get to know him better. Yeah. What if he came back and said, okay, but I'm not taking you out to eat until I know you better and know that this is going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because my money That's is trifling. very important to me. That's so trifling. Well, okay, taking me out to eat in a sense of we not going out at all, no, or you like, just not paying for me. I'm not. I'm not gonna spend my money and time on you <laughs> if I, I know this is off the table completely. Because uh -huh. and Patrice O'Neill is one of my favorite comedians of all time. He had a great joke about. Um, what what how women rape men is like they rape their time mm -hmm. basically 
when you you don't want to do something, but you do it in hopes of getting something, and then you don't get anything. Like your time was just stolen from you, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you you knew you had no plans, but you were like, okay, let, let's go ahead and see where it goes. Yeah. Point being, I'm just wondering if it would be fair if a guy <laughs> came up like you're straight up and said, hey, just we're not we're not fucking. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like okay, fair enough, but. We ain't if going. a guy said not that we're not going out, but like oh, I'm not gonna spend, a, I'm not taking you to a expensive day at yes, all. Yes, until not. I know where this is going. <laughs> For one, we could go to trifling. We could go to Friday. Half a day together. I don't know if I can give my whole Sunday. For one, that's like, okay, you might as well get with a prostitute at that point because you're paying for my vagina. That's how it sounds no, to that, me. See, that's the thing. There's nuance here, Jack. We're not saying that's all we want, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but when no, you say a lot, a lot of guys, a lot of, a lot of guys want it early, but they will still stick around and do stuff for you, Yeah. even though they might have got the pussy early. No, yes. but realistically, it's, though, I, I... I can understand that. If we as long like if you just completely don't want to go out, that's different. But if you're not spending your money on me, then I can understand that. I can I can understand. I'm not your girl. Like I can understand that. I pay for myself. You pay for yourself. That's but, fine. But, but that what? will turn you off, though. Yes, you will, will be like, oh yeah, no, of course. He's not getting yeah, a chance at of all. Of course. So yeah. then. Of course it's going to turn me <laughs> off, but I mean, I'm not going to disregard you because that I can understand where you're coming from, oh, but I'm not going to think that. Pointlessly. We yeah, still I'll be still friends. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see how that's odd because you say that it's fair for you to hold out on what's important to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you just got to deal with it if you want to be with me. Yeah. But a guy can't lay similar rules for what's important to him, i.e. his time and money. Mm-hmm. I I can't lie that's how I feel like if I was single right now I wouldn't be taking girls on these expensive dates like that because I did when I was 18 you know trying to you know pretty it was it's kind of like a job interview you trying to show the best of you and what you could do and hopefully you get the job and a lot of times I didn't get the job, I guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, that don't even really happen these days, though. People not going off off the rip. People not going to spend hella money on yeah, you. Like they not. they think it's smart about it. They y'all going I, to you know y'all may have a little cheap date in the park somewhere. Y'all might have something that's not requiring so much of your money. So it's not like, in my opinion, you ain't even got to spend a whole bunch of money on me in general. Like especially if we're not dating, I don't expect that. That's kind of. Honestly, I, I'm not going – sometimes I, I'm turned off by that, honestly, just because I feel like we're not at that level for you to be doing all that for me. Like, you paying for me, basically. You're turned off by a guy paying no, for No, no, no. I can be. Like, I can be. Well, be ugly? No, but, like, <laughs> I can be. Like, I. it's one thing if you, you kind of you know, expect – it's like he expecting you – something from you yeah it kind of makes me feel that. like what you expecting from me eventually like what are you eventually expecting from me because you don't have fair? to <laughs> no it's not you're paying for me it's at like, that point like you gotta look at it like a job interview he trying to you you the you the job and he trying to interview mm-hmm. i mean he trying to you know he trying to get through with the interview yeah and if you like him you might hire him Mm-hmm. There's got to be some kind of orientation going on. Yeah, at some point. that's how I always look at after it. You've received the job. Yeah, yeah. you know questions. what? No, but you know what? The first day I understand, but as things go on, I have to give you. I'm not. 
I have to give you more time to see how how this goes. Are you always going to spend this type of money? Or are you just doing this to impress me at first? And then eventually, like, we going to uh, Eddie V's first. And then the next day, we we had Chick-fil-A. Like, that's ain't a... Ain't wrong Chick-fil-A. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but that's <laughs> a, a significant difference. Like, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. There's a mentality I try to follow. I, I fail usually. But it, um, it they call it, like... When you when you send out the PR person, don't send out the lawyer. Send out the janitor. Oh Basically, yeah. send out the person who really represents who you are. Mm-hmm. That way, there's no confusion on either side. That's what I can appreciate. Be but who you gonna be all the time. Y'all set the standard for that, though. You know that, right? I understand. For the, we try to big, be perfect that yes. first day. Yes. Clearly, the the reason we're, we're having these conversations, I don't, I'm not in a relationship, obviously. Yeah. Like you know, because <laughs> I just. No, it's all good. Your time coming. No, but I just don't like stuff like that. I don't. I'm really weird about like I've had guys do that, like buy me clothes and buy me different things like that, and I just feel like we weren't at that level. So why are you doing? Like, of course, I'll even say like I don't feel comfortable accepting this, or I don't really want it, and they'll insist on giving it to me. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't feel. I don't even like you like that. Like that's we. This is weird, and I feel like you're expecting something of me, and I, I will eventually not even talk to you anymore. And then you don't spend all this money for what? Like, but aren't you technically dating these people? Not, not specific. If not they're specific. buying you stuff, taking you out, that's the thing. That's not, date, necessarily, not necessarily. Not necessarily. What do you mean, not necessarily. I, I think they're dinner, buying you stuff. I think yes, dinner dates. That, I think dinner weird. dates are cool. But if this person buying you clothes, shoes, and yes. y'all just dating and not doing anything else. Yes, I've had that. So, but a lot of girls will just take the gifts and shit. But, but I, I try to make it be known like I don't. If you want to keep doing it after I've told you, then that's on you. But I've l- at least let you know and I've been honest with you that I don't, like, we're not there yet. Like, chill. But if you want to keep doing it, that's fine. I'm going to take it because I've already told you what it was. <laughs> like... <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. I'm just asking questions here. The future thing really got me thinking. <laughs> yeah, so how are you going to go about your situations now? Do y'all feel like y'all need to be direct, or are you still going to beat around the bush and just see nah, what you, no, what you can't get? Yeah. You say what? You I'm too, too old, old for that? that now. I'm, yeah. But sometimes if it's somebody you really like, you don't want to turn it off where it's just like, hey, you want to fuck? Yeah, I you mean, gotta, not, sometimes, not that direct, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, I know, but sometimes you still got to be like, hey, you want to come over and chill? Or hey, you want to? Uh, I could cook dinner at my house, and with attentions to doing something else, yeah. you don't have to be kind of blunt with it. But and then that's on her. Yeah, I feel like at that point, like don't mm. be you. You know what that means? Like you know, especially at the level that y'all are talking, you know where that's gonna lead. And if you don't want to do it, then decline the offer. Like that's simple as that. Don't meet. You can't. I yeah, just. No. I just feel like a girl talking to a guy. If she go into his house, she always got that attention. I don't, I feel like you never go to a dude house not with not that attention at all. It's always in the back of your head. Yeah, yeah because you might... Uh, I feel like a girl might be like, let me take a shower because it might happen. That mm-hmm. type of thing. It's not like a thing where, oh, yeah, this not in my mind at all. We just come in strictly to watch TV. Nothing else. It's always, I feel like it's, it's always, always in the back of, the back of their mind. Yeah. If they going to come to the house. If not, they wouldn't even they decide would. to go. Yeah. You would think so. <laughs> <laughs> but then maybe, I don't know, maybe you could get there too and then the vibes are wrong. Like, 
maybe you thought you wanted to maybe you thought you were gonna (laughs) you know you were interested then you got there and it was just weird like okay never mind i thought i wanted to but this isn't how i thought this night was gonna go you already you already walked in the bear's cave (laughs) (laughs) you stepped Uh in the um take one for the team you don't get me too (laughs) hey you you stepped in the pig pen yeah yeah yeah. i call it a a pig pen mentality Now is that like a strong ass Houston accent he got? No, or is, it's just, it's just it's the a, way it's he talks. It's a southern drawl. I wouldn't call that a Houston accent. Okay, but it is a a southern drawl type of. Is he, he from Houston? No? Yeah. He from Houston, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. but I, I I wouldn't really call it. I don't know where he was born. I okay. think he was born in Houston, but he could He's, be from somewhere else. Okay, but that is a a, a southern drawl. I wouldn't call that a Houston accent though necessarily. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Anything else y'all have y'all want to touch on? Not that I can think of. That last subject was kind of interesting, though, because that's... It's a slippery slope. Yeah. And I don't know. In 2018, that's a bad situation to be in because, truth be told, don't nobody want to get played, man or woman. They don't want to get played. A man don't want to spend all this money. And um, not get nothing out of it, mm-hmm. and the girl don't <laughs> want to be a one night stand. Yeah, but that's and thing. The thing that women don't understand is that if you're more powerful than your sex game, a guy's gonna want to keep you around regardless. Yeah. If yeah. the only thing good about you is the sex, then he'll just hit it once and be like, okay, I don't. You're kind of annoying, and kind of bougie. He don't want to deal with you. Yes, yeah. so and he don't want to spend his time around you. Yeah. yeah, but he got what he wanted. So yeah, I feel like you know it's real when <laughs> y'all talk every day, exactly. and yeah. y'all want to be around each other all the time, not just when he horny. Yeah. Yes, that's and true. you know when it's fake and when it's real. Exactly, too. So, that's the yeah. thing, girls. Like, that's what gets annoying because you try to act like you didn't know this guy wasn't interested in you at first, and you knew that it was really like you. You gotta really be honest with yourself. You know if it's just about y'all's intimacy or if it's really something there. You know deep down, like you can't. But then at the same time, I can I can play devil's advocate, and some niggas be out here selling dreams. Like they make it seem like it's this, that, and the other, and yeah, of course yeah. the girl is believing it's, it, and that's what I can't I can't respect it's, that. Yeah, it's, I mean it's on both sides. You got niggas selling dreams, and you got girls trying to scam yeah. and trying to get free meals and it's a cycle, money and shit. man. Somebody hurt somebody. Did you see that tweet that Lil Yachty put out? Uh-uh. Some uh, 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 some Instagram model put out a picture on Instagram saying, you know, uh, only contact me for business. I don't play or whatever. But she tagged Lil Yachty in a picture. Well, she screen capped a picture of Lil Yachty mm-hmm. um, responding to her via DM. And then she said, so she tweeted this. Should I collect my 5,500 uh, 5, now or later? Mm. That's and, played out. Yeah, and Lil Yachty responded back and said, see, bitch, I hate bitches like you. <laughs> you knew what you did. You tagged me in this picture on your butt cheek <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and what did you expect? He gave out her whole number and everything. It uh, got bad. Oh, so, oh, wow. So she tagged him and he DM'd her? Yes. Okay. And then she said, should I collect my money now or later? Mm. She put that out for everybody to see. That's played out. So yeah. I'm not yeah. a fan of the uh, screenshot in the DMs. That's not cool. Yeah, that's, that's cold. That's not cool. <laughs> they DMs for a reason. It's a cold game. Can't trust yeah. nobody. They need mm. to. That needs to be the new Twitter feature. That's why I don't slide yeah. in niggas DMs. <laughs> no, men don't do that. Come on. 
Men don't screen cap. Men don't. You're right. Yeah, Men that, don't. Yeah. Oh, little boys, boys do. What boys you do. To say. Niggas do. Oh God. <laughs> Catch you on doyen dilemmas. <laughs> that was a good segue. Was. Yeah. Uh, promote your socials. Uh, hash, um, hashtag doyen dilemmas mm-hmm. and at doyen dilemmas on Instagram, New SoundCloud. Um, Is it out now? Or? No, it comes out July first. Okay. So follow us. In the meantime, you get some um, behind the scenes. We got some promo going on. So. We need to get some more promo. I know I've been slipping up on our shit because I've been a little tied up. But, but then again, you don't up. have to be the only one to do it. Oh, no, no, no. It's all good. We, we, I, we, I, can, we can backdoor and help out, too. Yeah, it's funny because we, me and Ryan was talking earlier about, you know, being at the station with nothing to do. And we was just creating it. Yeah. But now we got <laughs> regular work and shit. <laughs> yeah. We be too tired. I tried to do it at home on the um, laptop and I was just like, uh, ain't had that same feeling. Yeah. I was watching TV. I was doing other shit. Mm-hmm. And, home yeah. is when you My work schedule is kind of crazy right now. Hopefully it chills out but when I get home I'm just too tired to do anything. Yeah. I be tired for this podcast sometimes. Yeah. That's why I, there was a lot of self-tweeting going on in our group chat, I feel. <laughs> there, I, I thought you didn't want to do it at first, Jasmine. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, if you don't want to do it, yeah, I can yeah. stay to drive. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, you, like, stay, you stay far, too. I, I stay about 40 minutes away now. Yeah. Uh-huh. It ain't a big deal, but it was just today was kind of a yeah. weird work day. Mm-hmm. So I'm still down to do it for whatever, but... I just thought it was a funny atmosphere going oh, yeah, into this. No. I'm like, okay, are you all going to be on the same page here? <laughs> yeah. But luckily, thank you all again for coming through. Thank you, Jasmine, yes. for getting up the uh, Travis Scott shoes you were going to get. I mean. <laughs> I just even, saw a picture of them, too. They don't look all that they're good. Not that, they're not that cute. But Let's at the same time, like. even even if we didn't do the podcast, who's this? I don't even know that I would have made that. Nah. He started at 4, and I thought that was a real odd time nah. on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm so over the Jordan shoes and all that shit, man. How many times you gonna remake the three? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, (laughs) uh, Figgy, where you at, man? Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram at Figarola. Um, what else? Follow the podcast at Gems and Juice. I know I haven't been posting that much, but um, once I get my work schedule together and get a routine, then I will be back on it. Um, yeah, follow the Gems and Juice podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, rate the podcast on iTunes, yes. Apple Music, or not Apple Music, but um, the Apple Podcast app. And yeah, that's it. Okay. Follow me at uh, Ryan V Ryan Rocket on Twitter. Um, also check out the other podcasts I do with ESG. Um, oh yeah, ESG speaking and Rocket of, Show. How is he? Yeah, shout out to ESG. He was just in the hospital. I just saw. Oh, um, I think he had blood clots in his lung or something. Oh god. Yeah, he said he was spitting up blood. And it was bad. Um, hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. Um, yeah. yeah, if you see him on yeah, social the, media, yeah, the video shoots or is supposed to have a video shoot, right? I think so. Him, Bun B, and s- yeah, somebody else. I think so. I haven't talked to him in a while, probably not since our last podcast. Okay. I'm gonna hit him up again, see how he's doing. Um, shout out to him. Hopefully a speedy recovery. If you see him on social media, mm-hmm. tell him you know prayers up and all that. I, yeah. I, from what I understand, he's fine, but okay. you know, just still. Yeah, I was just curious. It just shocked me because. You know, we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. And I ran across. I'm like, whoa. Ashley, I think it was your sister who was 
on his account yeah. saying, you know, giving Tweet the update. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I meant to text you about it, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know pretty much as much as you do right now. Okay. But I'm going to find out a little more in probably the next couple of days. And yeah, as long as he's good. Yeah. Man. From what yeah. I understand, the fact that he posted a picture smiling in the hospital said, okay, it's not life-threatening. Yeah, release, that's what I've seen. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he's still so him. Yeah. But shout out to ESG. Hopefully he, he feels better soon. Um, and that's it, of course. Follow Gems and Juice podcast. Follow ESG and Rocket Show as well on the same apps if you can. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's about it, y'all. So, for my boy, Figgy, for my girl, the lovely, won't give it up for nobody, but it don't matter because she's a great person anyway, <laughs> Jasmine. I'm oh, wow. Ryan Rocket, and this is the Gems and Juice <laughs> podcast, y'all. We out. <laughs>